The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning, and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Rouse. Good morning, and thank you so much for that warm introduction. Today is December 12, 2021, and here are the topics that we'll be discussing on this week's edition of the Serious Side of the Jay Ryle Show. I want to get to an honest election. I won this election by hundreds of thousands of votes. There's no way I lost Georgia. There's no way. We won by hundreds of thousands of votes. I'm just going by small numbers. When you add them up, they're many times the 11,000. But, but I won that state by hundreds of thousands of votes. They are not given better food. I think we can clearly see that there is serious abuse happening here, and we can go beyond the silly-dilly uh, political game. Treatment of the Capitol Police officers on that day. I mean, I was down here that day, not too far from here. We saw police officers who had been bear sprayed in their eyes and were blinded by many of these January 6th defendants that you are now uh, drawing attention to. I don't remember you holding a press conference about the treatment or the unusually cruel treatment of Capitol Police officers. The big question tonight, did it sound like to you that the justices are going to overturn Roe v. Wade? It did sound that way to me, Lindsay. Uh, Today, former President Trump's White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, he declined to appear for testimony that he had been subpoenaed to give this morning. The investigation says that Mark Meadows is therefore likely to be found in contempt. He's potentially um, going to be criminally prosecuted for contempt. But Mr. Meadows ended the day today by suing the committee that's conducting the investigation in what appears to be an effort to, to drag this thing out, to slow it down. Online radio at its best. Let me listen to you so deeply, so fully, so intently, that I hear nothing but your direction. Your voice, whispering constantly to me, I am the way, I am the light, I am the joy, I am the peace, I am the love. In all there is, and in all there ever will be, know now and now that I am is all and everything. Let me not fear the way you lead me, even if at times the path feels dark and unfamiliar. Let I know that at all times I am in the right place, doing the right thing, at the right time. Let today be the day that I remember who I am, that your holiness is part of I, and that each breath I breathe is your breath too. Let me feel your closeness and kind reminders in each sound I hear and in everything I look upon. 
let me recognize fully that there is no other problem than my separation from you. Let me recognize in you that I am is all there is, not in an ego way, but in deep recollection of where I came from, of who I am and of where I belong. Let my tears remind me only of my separation and let my silence be your joyous song and my dreams your heart's fulfillment. Four seven eight five zero one two seven two is the call-in number. And welcome to the serious out of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. Once again, I'm your host, J. Rouse. Thank you so much for allowing us to spend uh, another Sunday with you and yours. Hope uh, the weather's good in your neighborhood. A little chilly in Houston this morning, but uh, hey, we hope that uh, you guys are having a better, better time with the weather than we are. Okay, never here by myself. Vanessa's in the house. Mr. Elias is in the house. Let's say good morning to my big sis. What's going on, Vanessa? Good morning and welcome in. Hey, Vanessa. How you doing? Ooh, I'm doing well now. I'm doing okay. It's nippy here in Houston. You better enjoy today so I'm wearing boots to church because next week it's going to be 83 degrees. Ain't that some That's what they say. Ain't that some craziness? And we all know what that's all about, boy. It's all about uh, climate change as far as I'm concerned. Ridiculous. It's 36 degrees this morning, and now I think next week it's going to be 80-something. Come on, talk to me. Never seen anything like this before. That's insane. So you know what? You know what the ladies do in Houston when we get a chance. We hurry up and roll them boots out. (laughs) We hurry up and roll them boots out because we might not get the wham no more. So I'm going to take a picture and send you my new boots. <laughs> okay, I cannot wait to receive that picture. Thank you so much, sweetie, for being here. The man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S is in the house. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good good morning to you, sir. And good morning, Nessa. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Marianne Music. And good morning, Momo B. And good morning, my brother Hawk. And good morning, my brother Jerome. And Vanessa, it's Sunday. You should start off. Lying on a Sunday morning like that by calling Jay Handsome. Don't do that ever again. Don't. <laughs> the hate is real. The hate is real up in this piece. Thank you, Mr. Elias. I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad that you're spreading Christmas cheer. The number is 347 Now, we'd be remiss if we start this show without acknowledging what happened in Kentucky. Uh, last night. Thoughts and prayers to those people. Uh, coming up in yeah, four minutes or less, something that you need to know. Uh, we're going to definitely uh, uh, look into this a little bit more. But my goodness, what happened in Kentucky, uh, Illinois, there were about five yeah, states Illinois. that were affected by this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, the fact that this thing, they said this tornado, Mr. Elliott, spread for over 200 miles. And it's the worst that people in that area has ever seen. And you're talking about an area that's used to her, not hurricanes, but tornadoes. Uh, but my goodness, man, this thing is ridiculous. Man, your thoughts? My thoughts and my prayer. I got family in Kentucky, and my thoughts and prayers are with them. And they said 
it didn't it didn't directly affect them, but man, it it, it tore the state of Kentucky up, man. And then and uh, by St. Louis and Edwardsville, Illinois, they got they got hit pretty hard. It, an Amazon warehouse where it killed a person inside of there, man. So my thoughts and prayers are with these people, man. At all costs, man. Cause tornadoes, this weather is just nothing to play with, man. Um, yeah. When we we yeah. we experienced in this area yesterday, we were getting fifty and sixty mile an hour winds. So, you know, wow, it's just no joke, well, man. Well, you know what they say: emergencies have no schedule, Vanessa. You know, and I was listening to watching a lot of the coverage, and they were interviewing people. And look, we all have been guilty of this. They talked about how when they heard the tornado warnings, they were like, okay, you know, they kind of kept an eye on it, but they just kind of. You know, just went about doing their thing, but then all of a sudden, uh, it changed from a warning to an, it's an intimate uh, situation that it's going to happen. People trying yeah. to scramble. It just makes you wonder, Vanessa, when you know, because we had a tornado watch around here not too long ago, and I was like, okay, I mean, is it really going to hit here? But you never know. So, your thoughts on what happened uh, in Kentucky last night and the other four states that were affected by this just horrible uh, storm? Well, actually, today is Sunday, Saturday. So it happened Friday night, Jay, um, because yesterday morning, the first thing I thought to do was to give condolences and prayers out to the Amazon people in Kentucky. Um, I just couldn't believe that it had happened. And it bleeped across my phone in the middle of the night um, for they Saturday morning. But, you know... Jay, for me, because there's a field behind my house, when I hear tornado warnings, Bobby and I pay a little bit more attention to them because of the field that's behind our house and because our neighborhood is like in between two cities, right here between Missouri City, which is Woodsy, and then the city city. So we kind of pay attention um, when we hear those warnings because my neighborhood has hailstorms and then other areas don't even don't even see any hail. So I, that's why I've had three roofs put on my house in 27 years. So we kind of pay attention to it. But but they said the wind, James, of Jay in Houston was going to hit Friday night, Saturday morning. But guess what? The windstorm came through my area yesterday morning, and my blow-up was trying to blow everywhere. So, and then last night, Bobby and I were looking at Christmas lights. People must not pay attention to their blow-ups because they were all in the bushes and some of the blow-ups was laying down. And so the windstorm came to Houston different from what the weatherman said. Let me put it like that. It didn't come when he said it was going to come. It came when it felt like coming. So we just kind of pay a little attention now to tornado warnings and stuff because of where our house is. So... I hate it for those people. God bless those people who have nothing for the holidays. And even if it wasn't a holiday, God bless those children who don't understand climate change and global warming. All they know is Christmas is coming and they will have nothing. So please, Father God, help those children to get through this holiday season as well as the parents who got to get all of this stuff situated. So... It's yep, awful. Yep. It is awful. Yep. 
It is awful. Now, I have a little bit of good news. Last week, we put APBs out on two people. Well, I'm proud to report this morning that we have found one of them. I have heard from Marianna Music. Marianna Music is actually overseas. She's been overseas for the past month. And I found out something interesting about her, Ms. Delias, that Marianna Music is not her name. Now, I knew her name would be Marianna Music, but I thought it was Marianna. Then she added music because she loves music found out her name is completely different. I'm not going to share that with the audience because we, we talked about this a long time ago. Marianna Music used to have a, uh, you know, a huge uh, uh, off, uh, social media presence, but a situation happened uh, where it really put her life in danger, and so she had vanished. She took everything down, um, and, and so she decided to, when she found our show, she decided to set up a little profile on BTR. Now, BTR, for those who may be listening from other platforms, is where the show is originated from. So if you're listening on Intuned or if you're listening on iHeartRadio or wherever you are getting this information, whether you're listening live or listening Memrex, whatever, BTR is the flat platform in which we broadcast from. And so people can come into our world-famous chat room, set up a profile, and you know communicate with us throughout the course of the show. When she set hers up, she got attacked in the chat room. You remember that, Ms. Delias. And because mm-hmm. you went off about it. And what she also told me at the time were people were sending her these messages, direct messages about, you know, because if you haven't seen Mary on the news, she is a very beautiful girl. And I've met her once. And let me tell you, when I met her, it was a few years back, I was in awe of her beauty. I mean, it's it was funny, Miss Delias, trying to watch men who were with their wives trying to keep, you know, get a peek at her. And and one white lady was like, "Oh my God, you're just so beautiful!" And uh, and here's something that's gonna make your sorry butt laugh. So she walks up to us when we were leaving the airport. The old white lady. So oh my God, you are so beautiful. She tapped me on my arm. And you must be so proud to have such a beautiful looking daughter. I'm like, well, <laughs> not my damn daughter. What you what you trying to say? What you trying to say? You are beautiful. Uh, she maybe, is so, maybe you're she, lucky she didn't carry out to be your granddaddy. She is your granddaddy. Here, <laughs> and well, you, well, what, what we'll do is now. Here's the thing: she, she's overseas. She's uh, she's going to be there for the next three months, and so she's sleep now. Yeah. And so for the first time last week, actually, she tried to listen the week we were off, and then she listened to the show late last week and heard that we were looking for it, so she reached out. But yeah, Mariana Music, beautiful woman. Uh, she's a model. Um, I don't know if her profile is still on BTR. I mean, you could try to see if it's out there. Uh, but, you know, she is a ghost on social media because of what happened. And her mom, hello mother, who listens to the show, and she told me this, which was so funny. Her mother didn't really resonate that Mariana Music is her daughter, because that's not her name. And so her mom just listened to the show like, okay, whatever. And so it was funny, but just to tell the listeners, she is safe and sound. She's overseas. I didn't get where she was. If you're listening, would you get Jay a picture on his personal page or messenger so that he can let me see what your gorgeous daughter looks like, which if the guys say she's gorgeous, I'm sure she is drop-dead gorgeous. So I would like to see her. 
Yeah, and that's the reason why she's not on social media because of the fact that she's just a gorgeous woman. So anyway, uh, uh, so she's been found, and so we're happy to report that. So Mary, thank God. Uh, I know you're listening, probably you know, later on or whatever the case may be. All right, look, we have a lot to get into. We're going to go ahead and jump into NPR News. Coming up next, the show gets into it. This is it, man. A lot to talk about this morning. You listen to the serious side of the J. Rouse Show, 347-850-1272. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. Rescuers are still searching the wreckage left behind by Friday night storms that spun off a series of tornadoes in the Midwest and parts of the South. The outbreak spanned several states and included a tornado that stayed on the ground for more than 200 miles. Scores of people are feared dead in the rubble of a candy factory, uh, rather candle factory, in the devastated western Kentucky community of Mayfield. Marion Hart says he was trapped beneath debris for hours. He spoke from his hospital bed being rescued. The wall to my right, like, just completely vanished. So I just dropped as fast as I could. And the, the steel door that I came through, it literally, like, tore off the wall with the brick around it and landed on top of me. President Biden has declared an emergency in Kentucky, and he told reporters at the White House this weekend that he will ask federal environmental regulators to examine whether climate change played a role in fueling the storm. The intensity of the weather across the board has some impact as a consequence of the warming of the planet. President Biden says he's planning to travel to Kentucky, but will wait until his visit will not be a distraction. At least six deaths occurred in Edwardsville, Illinois, where the roof of an Amazon warehouse partially collapsed. Jim Meadows is with Illinois Public Media. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker said tornadoes have been confirmed in a total of six of the state's counties. The tornado that struck the Amazon facility was measured in EF3. A separate EF2 tornado tore the roof off Wendy Cox's farmhouse in Coles County. She says she watched it happen through a door to the attic as she huddled with her family in an inner hallway. We have the dogs and the kids and all of us huddled up in the hallway. And uh, it doesn't sound like a train. It sounds like a dinosaur who's really mad. Despite the damage, Cox's family and livestock escaped injury. Friends and relatives came together Saturday to help Cox and her family clean up the storm damage. For NPR News, I'm Jim Meadows in Urbana, Illinois. Wall Street now after a strong week, despite data showing prices have continued to climb. Wall Street wants to see how the Federal Reserve responds. NPR's David Gura reports the central bank is preparing for its final meeting of the year. The Federal Reserve's two-day meeting is the marquee event for markets this week. Inflation hasn't gone up this fast in almost four decades. And Fed Chair Jerome Powell told lawmakers it's likely he and his colleagues will discuss scaling back some of the policies they put in place during the pandemic more quickly than they expected. Investors also want to hear what Powell has to say about the Omicron variant, how it could affect the economic recovery. And Wall Street will continue to pay close attention to updates from government health experts. David Gura, NPR News, New York. And you're listening to NPR News. I want to get to an honest election. I won this election by hundreds of thousands of votes. There's no way I lost Georgia. There's no way. 
we won by hundreds of thousands of votes. I'm just going by small numbers. When you add them up, they're many times the 11,000. But, but I won that state by hundreds of thousands of votes. Now, do you think it's possible that they uh, shredded ballots in uh, Fulton County? Because that's what the rumor is. And also that Dominion took out machines. Uh, that Dominion is really moving fast to get rid of their uh, machinery. Do you know anything about that? Because that's illegal. Ryan Germany. No, Dominion has not um, moved any machinery out of Fulton County. We're having well, but, no, but, but have they moved? Oh, have they? Have they moved the inner parts of the machines and replaced them with other parts? No. Be sure, Ryan? I'm sure. Welcome back in. 347-850-1272. It's the serious side of the J. Ross Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. Death threats from angry Trump supporters forced Georgia election worker Ruby Freeman, a 62-year-old grandmother, to flee her home of 20 years. Some messages called for her hanging. One urged people to hunt her. Freeman showed hundreds of menacing messages to police and called 911 three times. A year after Donald Trump and his allies falsely accused Freeman, along with her daughter and co-worker, Wandra Suave Moss, of election fraud, the threats have not been investigated by local police or state authorities, according to a records review of Georgia law enforcement records. Federal agents have monitored some of the threats, but no arrests have been made. Let's start the conversation. Watch it. 347-850-1272. All right, uh, Vanessa. This thing that's going on with Trump, I mean, a year later, I mean, this thing is still prevalent. I'm not really sure how the heck we get it resolved. Give me your thoughts. I'm sick of him. How about that? So, let me say this. Let's I got a, a message or a text message right now. Remember when we all on Trump and act like we were going to his rally. We act like we were Republicans, so therefore we got the chance to get into Trump's world. So they still think that I'm a part of Trump's world. So last week, I got a message that said that Donald Trump has his own uh, I guess iPod uh, um, he has his own page where he can now speak like us. And so I said, let me sign in so that I can see what he's talking about. Well, you can't get too far, honey, until you do a donation. And you know I didn't give him a donation, so I didn't, never did get to sign in. He's still up to his tricks. Man. Well, you know, here's you the thing him? that really the, – the thing that really gets me about Donald Trump is the fact that it just seems that he's going to get away with this. He's going to get away with this. More information is coming out about what what they have tried to do. This is a blatant attempt to overthrow the government. Government. I mean, you have detailed information talking about what this man and his cronies were doing, and at the end of the freaking day, I bet you he's going to walk. He is going to walk. What's Where is the rule of law in this nation when the president of the United States can sit here and leave all types of fingerprints and evidence behind, and no one is going to do anything about it? Nothing. Jay. Period. Not only is he leaving fingerprints, though, Jay, 
but he also is lying to the people, and they are contributing to everything that he says, Heart Radio and everybody else, uh, that he said that he's going to be talking with uh, or talking on their platform. And so he's using the money to help him to get out of trouble. So he's got the best lawyers in the world that's going to be helping him get out of this. And the Democrats are not doing really anything to push it. Now, the people who was out there at that rally, some of them will probably be in trouble. But all the stuff that Trump did with Russia and wiping away their debt and their problems and the man killed his cousin or somebody over there and Trump let him get away with that. And, I mean, Trump let that man get away with killing the man from over here. Nothing is going to happen to Trump. All the money that Trump stole from the children's fund, nothing is going to happen to Trump. All the deals that he made for his daughter and son-in-law and him, nothing is going to happen to Trump. It just seems like it's taking forever. Maybe it will in the next two years before it's time for him to run. But because we want his butt in jail right now, it just seems like it's going to be forever. But it just seems like he's just not going to I don't think. Vanessa, I don't think anything's going to happen to him. I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. You know, I had a little bit of ray of hope uh, a, a year and a half ago because Tish James had some things going on, and she's still trying to get them. But that's a civil lawsuit. But this January 6th commission, I mean, they can't put him in jail behind it. I mean, they're going – the things you just named. Vanessa, the things you just named about how his daughter – was breaking uh, the rules by soliciting uh, uh, freaking business while she was in office. You know, there was a report the other yeah. day that Jared Kushner is, he, he is really reaping the benefits of him being whoever he was in that yeah. administration. He's making deals now. I mean, yeah. how do you expect people to respect? He helped his parents who owned all of those slum apartments and was getting fined for having slum apartments. He helped them through all of that. Oh, he's making deals. He is willing and dealing right now. And it's like there's nothing that's going to be done about it. But you put Joe Smo in jail behind nonsense. Bernie, you know, Madoff died in jail. I mean, this is crazy. But you know what? It, it's what? But you know what, Jay? Some people are not what? crazy because Bobby and I just read an article that said that uh, they're in Florida. And none of the socialites want to deal with her or Jared. They're done with them. So they can that, deal with uh, Who cares? Who, who cares? Who cares? They're still rich. They they're still they living their type of life. Who cares? Who cares, though? I mean, but, but at the end of the day, it's like the guy who uh, they convicted of some crime. You know, he's 90-something years old. They're going to put him in jail. That joke going to live this life. Are you doing is what really? He didn't really pay for those crimes that he committed back in the day, because he's going to spend the last six months of his life in jail. Ooh we. Oh, because the socialites are not talking to them. Oh my God, they still have all these homes and all this money. I mean, my goodness, you work in America to be able to live the American dream, to be able to live carefree, to be able to do the things you want to do in life. They're not struggling. They're not going to be destitute behind this. To me, punishment is making their butt get in a soup line. That's punishment. 
It's not a real punishment. Oh, well, history's going to frown upon it. Man, you know, Pete Rose said something mystically that I thought was, was, was funny. He said, look, I, I don't give, I don't want to go in the damn Hall of Fame when I'm dead. Who cares? I'm gone. I want to enjoy it while I'm alive. For all this nonsense that people are talking, get out of here with that because it don't mean it doesn't resonate with me at all. Because these people are going to live their little rich, fancy lives. The kids are going to grow up and adopt all this money and do all these different things, inherit all this money. And these folks broke all types of laws to get it, and they are going to walk scot free. Period. Full stop. The sons of the father, Jay. The sons of the, the sins of the father. They're going to reap it. Their children are going to reap it. Just remember that. People don't get away with stuff. They might get away with it on earth, but people don't get away with stuff. Well, you know what? Hey, look, I'm P. Rose today. I want to see them burn. You know, they're going to be in hell burning. I want to see it happen live. I want to see it. You know? It's It's never going to happen. Look, these people won't do anything to Donald Trump. Hell, look at Chris Christie. He was on the TV show talking about if it was between Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump, he would vote for Donald Trump. Donald Trump gave him the coronavirus. Come yeah, they killed him. Let's just be honest. Then they killed him, but he would still vote for him. He was still because he still kissed his ass. But he wrote a book against him that, that, that people are not buying because they don't believe him. Come on. Let, let's just be honest, man. This guy, when he said I can go out in the middle of Fifth Avenue, and shoot somebody and wouldn't lose a vote. He wasn't lying because people are stupid. Uh, they are yeah. dumb. I don't care. I don't. I don't follow behind somebody. I don't care that closely. I, I could never follow behind somebody that closely if you're a corrupt person. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're corrupt, you need to get on out of my face. Well, look at Ted Cruz. They'll follow him to hell. Called his mom, called his wife ugly, daddy a murderer, and he's up there yeah, sniffing up his butt, Roman's breeze in the. You He's know, in the house. I this is can't stand Ted Cruz. Oh my God, I'm so passionate. Well, I think I, I think it's unanimous on this show. Let's bring in uh, Jerome Esprit, uh, who brings us every week on a need to know basis. What's going on, Jerome? Good morning. Welcome in. Hey, good morning. I'm good. Good morning, Vanessa. How you doing? What's up, Les? All right. Hey. Look here, you know we're in the middle of it, but we're up here screaming and yelling already. The show ain't even 30 minutes old. Well, actually, it just turned 30 minutes old. It's crazy, <laughs> dude. It's crazy because, you know, we were all sitting around here saying, hey, we think something's going to happen. We think he's going to go to jail. Maybe he is going to. Man, nothing's going to happen to this dude. Nothing. He, nothing, yeah. Jerome. Yeah, you know. He's not, going, and, he's not going to jail. He's not going to jail, Jerome. He is not going to pay any severe price. Oh, well, he's not making, oh, well, his businesses are down 30%. He's still rich. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares, Jerome, that he's not, oh, so he's only making $5 million instead of making 10 Man, get out of here with this nonsense. I don't want to hear that crap. Go ahead, man. Right. And so, um, you know, we we live in a country where you can plead affluenza as a defense. I don't know. I don't even know what to tell you. I mean, like, I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, I know I, I speak about this, and and I'm sure the listeners are familiar with me saying this, but we don't – I think the thing that we overlook in this country is what privilege that those guys have. And even when it comes to Democrat, Republican, it does not matter that 
you know, we will sit here and watch the Klan and those guys burn down somebody's house, kill all of their, their family, and then they will give them a slap on the wrist. And then, but if a black person, you know, stole a doggone Tootsie Roll, they want to give them 30 if years. If they stole a ham to feed their children, they'd be in prison. No, 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 that's too much. I want something that's a penny. You said a penny candy, and they would say, we need to set an example of y'all. That's the land that we live in, and that's the one that we need to deal with. Because even if they can't see it, this hypocrisy, because here's the problem. Nancy Pelosi was like, we need to move on, right? So how can she lead an opposition party when she knows the other party is criminal? They can't even press charges. Biden's going to walk away from that. But that don't blame him for being that way. That's the pathology of all of them. They don't see crime and punishment the same way. We have kids walking through shooting up schools, and their first thing they cry is, you know, he comes from a good family. Well, how good is your family, really? Mm-hmm. Right? Because the media kind of pro, uh, um, projects the same same thing to make you have a certain impression of certain people. You know, so a, a black kid can can do something. They're like, oh, he's a thug. And the white kid can shoot up people and they say he he's from a good family. They try to characterize mm-hmm. him in a certain way. So no matter how criminal um, Trump is or Meadows or any of those guys, jo- Jordan, all, uh, crazy as hell, as crazy mm. as they are, the people who you think are sane are defending their butts. And it's just like when I we went back to talk about the 55% of white females that said that they were voting for Hillary, but 53% of them voted for Trump. Those are the same women who are picketing, talking about, you know, when he said grab them by the crotch, they're all offended. They ain't offended. They are not. What they're doing is that they're trying to maintain some social construct to believe that there's some kind of fairness. And we need to deal with that. So on this show, as far as I'm concerned, this is the only place we get to tell the truth, because in most places, this is like not this doesn't make white folks feel comfortable. And when you don't, people will fire you just because they're not comfortable, not because you said something that's wrong, because it's like anything that makes them think that history books is the critical race theory argument. Right. If it makes them feel like they're not the king of the freaking world. They are going to want to get rid of you. And we need to deal with this. So the only thing we can do is honestly assess the fact that, you know, we can't rely, even for people like Trump, we cannot be surprised that it's foul and unethical, immoral. Like, you know, Jared Kushner's father was in jail mm. and Trump pardoned him. Yep. You know, and then got everybody else running around chasing. What you say? That's what I said, that Jerry Kushner came out pretty good in this deal helping his family. Not, not just that, because that's unethical. I, I know in the county that I live in, you have to disclose everything even to work at county government. So at federal government, you have your daughter there, you have your son-in-law there. They're cutting deals. Um, his daughter got patents mm. in China for her own personal products. Ain't nobody, mm. nobody saying jack. And even though we were talking about this on the show, and I remember doing news stories about this, they, they never made regular national news. 
I mean, maybe nope. somebody like Rachel Battle may have mentioned it, but it's not that big of a deal. All of that corruption. Nope. But at the same time, Democrats are so damn crazy that they start focusing on Joe Biden's son, who in, he's not even in office. Who gives a rat what mm. Joe Biden's son does? Because we all know that George Bush's daughters, them girls were doing coke and everything. They were in the White House, and that stuff is documented. They were mm. off the rails. And now, and now one of the little girls is on NBC. Yep. Like, no matter how foul they were, that they overlooked them to youthful discretion. Or they just flat overlooked them. And we can't, and, and Jay, for you getting your blood pressure up over that, I'm going to tell you to stop, right? Because even getting mad at them for being so hypocritical, I would I would challenge you to say you should not, on the other hand, I would flip this, you should not be so critical on your own people. Because you know how what we do as black folks, we're like, in fairness, if they were black or white, we would do, nope. If they're black and somebody makes a mistake, you need to walk away. Because they they are pros at that making us have, you know, stress and heart attacks over fairness and foul stuff, and then we get to be hypersensitive about black folks because they make us hypersensitive on black people. We have to be able to walk away from this stuff for our own health. Yeah, you know, you're right. Easier said than done for me because, you know, I think about every day when I got up and put this uniform, the uniform of this this country on, and the fact that I remember I was sitting in a, um, I was sitting somewhere, it was overseas, and I was sitting there with my uniform on, and and this lady walked up to me, and and she said something that was, it wasn't bad, but it really didn't sit with me right i was matter of fact i was waiting to go on reactionary force that's right i was sitting at a restaurant or something i was just sitting there and, and, and you know and the, the thought hit me that here i am a black man with this nation's uniform on and there are parts of this country that i can't even walk into uh safely i said am i prepared yeah. to give my life for that really i'm prepared to yeah. give my life for a certain percentage of people who don't give a damn about me? Really? Think about what happened to the young black sergeant that got killed overseas, and they showed that just heart-wrenching scene of when his casket arrived and the wife crying over the the casket and the little girl. And I remember watching Stephanie Rule's coverage of it, and she couldn't contain herself. She was bawling on the air. And the fact that then this lady comes back and says that Donald Trump in a phone call, says to her, well, you know, he knew what he was signing up for. You rotten bastard. Right. I, I remember mean, that. I remember yeah. that. And, and I want you, you to, I want you to also keep in mind your, your duty and responsibility and then think of what, you know, Oliver North's duty and responsibility was. Mm. Like while you felt the same way, they, didn't, does not, they don't feel the same way. Or, or John Kelly, who called um, a black senator an empty barrel. Like, they're yeah. just arrogant and crazy as hell, but they're military. They didn't feel the same. They felt a duty to maintain status quo, which maintains their power structure in white supremacy overall, right? They, they didn't feel any fairness because you're in the military with them. You know, half the militia people are recruited out of doggone military. 
So your sense of duty and honor, yes, you have that. When they get out, they make that sense of patriotism something else that actually allows them to see this, you know, see this place as colonizers again. We're going to take your stuff. No matter who you are, we make you the enemy so that we can dehumanize you. And they do that to other countries, and they do it inside the country. Right? And so when somebody wants to have a program on solutions, let them have that. But we need to identify the problem because bearing the problem is more um, of an issue of creating internal stress that we're not dealing with what is real. And so when we don't do that, then we actually end up having conversations and arguing over the same thing over and over again. We have to be conscious and say, hey, here's what we're dealing here." Here's the environment that we're dealing with, and here's how we need to um, move forward from that. But if you don't call it out and just keep burying it and, um, you know, giving one-for-one examples, then um, we, we're just doomed to keep repeating this. It's just stress. So I'm just saying to yeah. calm everybody about this, Donald Trump and those guys are foul. What you're watching on TV is real. You're watching even the judges, you're watching the Supreme Court, even on the abortion stuff, do some really unprecedented things. Oh, you know, and speaking of the courts, it's like when Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell, they bent every rule they can to get these people on the Supreme Court, bragged about it. The Democrats get there. They had a commission that said, oh, yeah, we shouldn't increase the Supreme Court. They cheated, put all of those guys in there, and now they're like, well, let's just work it out with them. Now, how foul is that? Somebody steal your car and they ask gas money in. Yeah, it's foul at a a level that uh, we just sometimes cannot comprehend. Well, I tell you what, the show is starting off with a blast. All right, at the top, we mentioned. Okay, we got to go. We got to go. All right, so listen, uh, coming up right now, uh, we talked about it at the top devastating uh, weather events that happened in Kentucky and four other states in this week's edition of Informative Celeste something that we need to know. We're going to listen to a little bit more reports and uh, this is from NPR News. Just think it's devastating and once again if you are affected by that uh, uh, devastating weather our thoughts and prayers goes out to you and your family and uh, my goodness uh, we just wish you well and we will continue to pray for God's feet. Alright, uh, it's time for this week's edition of Informative Celeste something that you know it's Kavina time. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. You listen to the serious side of the channel I'll show. Severe weather struck the Midwest and South last night, including tornadoes. The storms wrecked buildings, injured dozens of people. Kentucky's Governor Andy Bashir says the death toll in his state alone could reach as many as 100. We're joined now by Ronnie Knoll. He's a magistrate in Hopkins County. Magistrate Knoll, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. I get. Thank you, sir. I, I gather you went out last night after the storm hit. Uh, tell us where you went and what you saw. Yes, we left Madisonville. I, I was with the public works director here in Hopkins County. We took a loader down to Dawson Springs. Total devastation there. Lots and lots of power lines, trees everywhere. Homes destroyed, demolished. Um, there was loss of life. Uh, I'm not sure of the number, and um, all the first responders are working now. It's daylight to uh, double-check um, these homes, make sure no one is trapped or uh, still in those homes. 
I gather you're at the emergency center in Madisonville now. What yes. do you What do you hear from people there? What do you hear from local officials? What's the scene like there? The head of the EMA is uh, surrounding counties like Webster County, Davis County, Union County. They're sending their road crews equipment to Hopkins County, and they're developing a plan. Uh, number one, Dawson Springs, most heav- heavily hit, and uh, the Barnsley area just south of Burlington, north of Morton's Gap. There's a train derailment. R.J. Corman is already here with with lots and lots of equipment to upright that train. Um, but they're developing a plan to get the roads cleared and people taken care of. So you're seeing people who have been, they can't be in their homes, they must be hungry, um, they must be anxious. What? Yes, uh, I'm sure they are. Uh, I know there's been calls made to the Baptist uh, Disaster Relief Team. Um, years ago, there was a tornado in Hopkins County, and they came in, set up a tent, kitchen, and fed people for several days, and we're hoping that can happen here soon. Uh, a lot of people were uh, sent to Penarile State Forest uh, Lodge uh, for, that was last night, for housing, you know, stayed dry and, and warm. And I don't know what's happening now, but uh, I'm sure some uh, shelters are, are being opened throughout the county to accommodate these people. Mr. Noel, the governor of Kentucky says that the death toll might be, let me just say, very high indeed. This uh, this is a devastating event for you and your community, isn't it? It is. It's really sad. Uh, and, you know, there's loss of life in Dawson, and um, it, it's just totally devastating for the whole county. Ronnie Noel is a local official in Hopkins County, Kentucky. Uh, good luck to you and uh, and every citizen there, and thank you. Uh, we ask we ask the country to, to pray for Hopkins County and Dawson Springs and Barnsley. Okay, well, uh, well, thank you. I'm sure people will. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Noel. Thank you. The NAACP is committed to equality for all people, especially the equality of foundational black Americans. Every other child gets a chance at economic equality. Every other child gets a chance at living the best life they possibly can. Doesn't he deserve a chance to? Learn more at NAACP.org. Online radio at its best. They are not given better food. I think we can clearly see that there is serious abuse happening here, and we can go beyond the silly-dilly uh, political games. Treatment of the Capitol Police officers on that day. I mean, I was down here that day, not too far from here. We saw police officers who had been air sprayed in their eyes and were blinded by many of these January 6th defenders that you are now uh, drawing attention to. So I don't remember you holding a press conference about the treatment or the unusually cruel treatment of Capitol Police officers. Uh, you may not remember a particular press conference about police officers, but I have made many public statements and cried out against all violence against police officers for the BLM. Yes, for yes, for the police officers, specifically Capitol Police here. 
Welcome back in. It's uh, 47 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TGRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. After slamming members of the U.S. House Com- Conservatives uh, Freedom Caucus by calling them grifters and performance artists, U.S. Rep. Dan Crenshaw is catching heat from conservatives on social media. Crenshaw, who represents Texas's second congressional district in Houston, accused members of the Freedom Caucus of being grifters within the conservative movement. Uh, while Crenshaw did not mention any names, specifically many of his Texas Republican colleagues are members, including Representative Louis uh, Gomar of Tyler, uh, Chip Roy of Austin, and Randy Weber of Friendswood, and Michael Cloud of Victoria. In a speech made on the stage of an event sponsored by Texas Liberty Alliance PAC, Crenshaw dug into his accusations, described what he said were two types of lawmakers in Congress. There are performance artists and there are legislators, he said. Many members of the Freedom Caucus are performance artists because they get all the attention by just repeating words and voters wanted words that voters want to hear. And that's all they do, he said. We'll start the conversation off right there. And you heard at the top um that was uh, Madam Crazy herself, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So her and Matt Gates and Gozar and all these other misfits uh, they've been going around holding these conferences and press conferences talking about how <laughs> I'm trying to say this without laughing how insurrectionists are being mistreated in jail because they can't have soy food or they can't have lattes the food that they're receiving in jail is so just horrible they're being mistreated uh, because they're in jail waiting uh, to appear in front of judges for just the just the horrific uh, acts that they committed on January 6th. Now, if you didn't hear it as well, a reporter asked her, said, okay, well, we hear you. You're so concerned about these insurrectionists not receiving proper food and things of this nature, but we never heard you once hold a press conference <laughs> talking about, you know, the, the Capitol Police who were being sprayed with bear spray who was getting hit with bike racks, uh, African-American officers were being called the N-word. We didn't hear you stand up and say anything about that, and then she, you heard her response. All right, so once again, the land of misfit toys. Let, let, let me start with you on this one, Jerome. Um, it's funny how, and we just talked about this last set, it is so hilarious to me to watch people like her who don't know what the hell she's doing. Then to see Matt Gates, you know, he's standing right behind her doing one of these press conferences. Now, this is a guy that's been accused of sleeping with underage girls. Now, I have to admit, I don't know the timeline on these types of things, but it just seems to me that if someone is testifying against you, saying that these things are true, now the guy who – I guess he was hanging out with, with a guy. I forget the guy's name. He was Brad somebody. That was his boy. They were hanging out. They were having girls come to events. They were sleeping with young age girls. They have people that have already test, testified that Matt Gates was involved. Now, that guy is in jail that's testifying against Matt Gates. But Matt Gates, what does he continue to do? Continue to run around the country, spread all these lies. It's like he's. It's like they are immune to prosecution, bro. It's, it's like they have no shame. And they stand up, make these ridiculous comments, 
you know, this one guy, Gomer, this is the guy who put out the video of, you know, AOC being murdered. And I, I mean, <laughs> so they're complaining, Jerome, that they're not eating right in jail. They're the insurrectionists, the ones who pissed yeah. and, and pooped all over the Capitol. Those folks. Right. Right, and so you, along with those guys complaining, <laughs> is the irony is that they don't give a rat's about nobody in jail. What they care about is their people who are in jail. Again, just having that kind of um, hypocrisy doesn't it doesn't surprise me. But at the same time, um, we're still having a conversation about it. But I want to really be dismissive of it because I don't care, right? <laughs> They're held in press conferences, and they're listening to them. There are other things that people should be talking about, but you're listening to the crazy people drive. They're they're literally driving the ship at this point because people run to them to see what they have to say. Her and her fake tears or whatever that they want to say, those guys are in jail for breaking the law. And, And so what do they want a library to? Do they Because all the stuff that they took out of the jail system for rehabilitation, they're the first one. It's like they're animals. They don't need to breed. They don't need classes. They're the first ones to do that, and now they're like, they're being mistreated. You know, they're in overcrowded jail. Like, yeah. So I don't even know why anybody's, like, pacifying them. Because what I would name Abu Ball and be like, should you be out? What? Go ahead. Well, well, hold on. Well, hold on, bro. No, no, no. I just want to throw this in there for you before you continue. You know, we're talking about because they're not having soy-free uh, meals in jail. They need certain types of meals. So, I, you know, dude. Yeah, think of how petty that is, though, Jay. <laughs> I know. No, I mean, think of how petty that is. If you can complain uh, about your meal, you're trying to make um, their jails the Marriott. They want yeah. they want chocolate on their pillows kind of stuff, right? And they're literally having press conferences talking about that. Whereas the same people are the people who are like, law and order, we don't care if we put Mexican children in cages. These are the same people. Yeah. So how how bad is the hypocrisy and people pacifying them? Because we yeah. won't learn jack in this country unless we understand what the pathology of the crazy is. Because it will mm. let them know what their crazy is as well. If you find that interesting and you find that that's something that moves you, you're, you, need to, you need help, right? Yeah. And even as we talk about, like, what goes on in this country, white folks in this country refuse, and I mean refuse, to look at themselves or their ancestors or anything that they do to anybody else. Everything is about how it affects them. So since there's white folks in jail that they like, they are worried about their diet and the clothes that they wear, and, and the, the ground might be a little too cold, and they don't have a good mattress, and they should probably have flat-string TVs. Like, that is ridiculous. But what That's about how many black stuck. people are in prison, Jerome, that's probably diabetic? And can't get what they need. They didn't care about them. So why the hell do I care if you can't have turkey because you don't want beef because you're on a special diet? I mean, that's crazy. Who's the girl who died on the jail because they wouldn't give her medical treatment? 
I can't think of her name. I'm sorry. I I, you know, remember. I remember that, but I can't remember her name either. Wow, that's right. She died. You're right about that. Who and was so that? God, we're sitting here, like, I mean, each, I mean, I know we're still laughing at them, but I just want to kind of make this a serious note to tell anybody who feels for the Marjorie Green crazy woman or dotard Trump's attempts to um, make the people who had the insurrection, who tried to disrupt the country's function in a country that they say that they love, that they want to tear down and want to take back, I want them to realize that you are being ridiculous if you cannot understand that you look crazy as well. And this is why nobody should trust you or why we should not put you in power. Because if you can't see how crazy that is, you are crazy. Yeah. And you know, and here's obvious. the thing, too. It is obvious, Jerome. And here's the thing that really gets me is that these people, there are people out there who are really and truly are saying, oh, my God, I can't believe this is going on. They can't even, you know, they have special dietary needs. I mean, Mr. Elias, man, when you, when you, when you just kind of step back, and look at this lunatic. I mean, it's 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 Looney Tunes. What's going on now? And, and it's at a point where it's becoming normal. It's at a point where people are like, "Oh well," and that's the danger of it. See, to me, people was. T- I was watching something this morning, and Alex Zelsey was saying, "You know what? Well, people were saying, oh, Trump is running around saying if he doesn't win the election, they stole it. Well, who cares what he says?' Well, we're starting to see why it mattered." Because now you have states who are putting things in place, putting their own people in place. So, hey, you know, if our guy didn't win, uh, who cares? We, you know, we can put somebody else in. So you can say what you want to about any of this stuff. It, you, can, you can think that we're just, oh, my God, they're talking about these folks again, whatever. I want to highlight it because this is serious business that's going on around here. And this is going to affect not only my children, but their children, my great-grandchildren, my great-great-grandchildren, because if these people continue to do what they're doing, we'll never get out of this nonsense. They're gerrymandering stuff so they can stay in power forever. So even though they will no longer be the minority here in a few years, it doesn't matter. We talk about it all the time. There were like, what, 12 people on a, a slave plantation, and you had all those slaves running around there, and they kept them all in check. So it don't matter. Whoever has power is the one that's going to control everything. I not say you. Well, Jay, I, I say this, you know. Uh, for those people that are in jail and the mortal words of the Beretta theme song, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Hell, it, it, that, that jail is not supposed to be made so that you can be a damn country club. Your ass is in jail for a reason. You committed a crime. There you go, and and you're on videotape committing these crimes, so you 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 don't even have a defense against it. You're too dumb to not have a defense against it. And and secondly, um, I say this every week. Hey man, our democracy is at stake, and the Democrats are acting like like there's nothing big about it. Joe, you know, people need to write Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema daily, call into office daily, and, and just flood them and let them know that our democracy is at stake, and you need to quit. You need to quit BSing, because right now they are, they're, all they have to do is pass the John Lewis bill and the Voting Rights Act, and and, you know, and, and they they they're suddenly pushing bills around, and they they just going in the Senate to die because Manchin and Senator won't do a damn thing about it. They're talking about I want bipartisanship. 
Come on, stop using that excuse. You know damn well that the, they, 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 the Republicans went around the filibuster to put these judges in place. They didn't use. They didn't. They didn't say, "Oh well, let's not let let's, let's use bipartisanship." No, they went around the filibuster. They eliminated the filibuster, and they, they passed bills. Why aren't you two doing the same damn thing? Don't hand me no crap about. Uh, you know, we want to work bipartisanship. We want to get this passed by bipartisan. They're not going to do it. You know they're not going to do it. So get off your lazy asses and get it done. Wow. Okay. That's, uh, you heard from the man himself, Vanessa. Um, let, let me turn to you. You know, uh, the, here's the thing that, uh, you know, if you listen to some of this stuff, you know, I have to listen to it because, you know, if we're going to talk about it, I need, I need to make sure that I have enough information. And one of the things that she was trying to in this press conference that she held uh, a few few days ago, she was trying to talk about that, you know, men and women that wear our uniform, they're in jail and they're not being treated properly. Men and women that wear, they used to wear the uniform of the United States were running on the Capitol trying to overthrow the government. And she wants us to feel empathy for these people. She wants us to put on our stars and stripes and say, oh, my God, these are American heroes. Why are they being mistreated? These people are stupid and ridiculous. And for me, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, sometimes you wonder why can't they just go to sleep and don't wake up? I mean, you're just, I mean, you're just saying, my God, I mean, do we oh really God, need to I have to this? For you about that, Okay, sorry, sorry, I shouldn't have said that, but, but still, I, I just like the world would be a better place without some of these people. Just I'm with you when you're right. I'm with you when you're right. I am with you when you're right, my brother. Tell it me. just would be a better place. It just would be a better yeah, place. Don't why you are we get wrapped up why, in the day with all of that? But why are we dealing with I, this, Vanessa? I agree with her. Why? I mean, I agree with her. Why? 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 I mean, these people, their whole purpose in life was to wake up and dis- they believe this stuff. Some of these people have master's degrees and doctorates. They believe it just because, in their you know soul. What? Just because they're that educated don't mean that they have good sense. But, you know, I don't really, I hate to say this, but, you know, when I see how something, like if I want to do an, an update to see what's going on in the world so I know what to talk about on Sunday, and I see her, I just can't. I've got some work to do with me. I just can't sit there and listen to that crazy alpha. I can't. I can't. I can't. I just turn the counter and go to something else, and I'll go back to it later. Because she is ignorant. She is playing in Trump's hands so that she can get voted and go up the ranks or wherever it is that she's trying to get to with her political career. And this woman could care less about those people in jail, just like Trump don't give a damn about these other people. It, you know, we keep saying on this show, if you don't have any money, black or white, Trump doesn't care anything about you. And that lady don't care about them people. That lady just wants to make sure that she get up the political ranks, and she needs Trump's following to get there. That lady don't care. You ain't heard nothing about this lady until Trump was in office and she was trying to ride his coattail. You don't even know who that woman is. So you know what? 
if you military people want to think that because your military husband or wife went and stormed the Capitol, your police officer husband who stormed the Capitol, because one of them was from Texas, should deserve some special food, y'all can kiss my ass because none of y'all deserve mm-hmm. nothing. And, yes, I'm going to go to church and pray for me because I always do. So you know yes, what? You cannot talk, Mr. <laughs> telling people they need to be off the face of the earth. Now, that's well, crazy. okay, okay. Well, I'm going to pray for me because – I'm just at a point where I'm but, just so tired of, of this. It's just, no, no, I'm just tired of this. But you know what? Hey, let me tell you something. Let's talk about my people for a minute. So I yeah. posted something on Facebook the other day regarding yeah. Texas trying to charge, trying to change voting rules, and that people need to start paying attention to what Abbott is doing. I know you're playing the music. Just give me a minute. Now Abbott is trying to change the handicapped parking. You know what? If I posted something else, they would have gave me 1,000 likes. I would have had 50,000 views. But this, nobody clicked like, hate, nothing. Because you know what? It's not voting time. And these people aren't paying attention to what's going on. But they are changing Texas. They are acting like Trump. Abbott is acting just like him. And I am over him, Cruz, and that lady who thinks that she's God. I can't stand none of them. I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't even pay her no attention. She don't care if some people even eat. She don't care if they eat, Jay. Let alone if they eat soy food, salt-free food, or have a crumble macchiato. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know we're leaving on that. All right, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Don't go anywhere. Oh, those boys are much too much. Those boys are much too much. We got the spirit. We're hot. We can't be stopped. We got the spirit. We're hot. We can't be stopped. We're gonna beat them and bust them. Beat them. Bust Smallest them. moments can have the biggest beat impact beat on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today.
You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. It's a big question tonight. Did it sound like to you that the justices are, are going to overturn Roe v. Wade? It did sound that way to me, Lindsay. Um, you know, there are now six staunch conservative justices on the Supreme Court, which means you don't even need to keep all of the conservative justices in order to reach a conservative outcome. So even if there, you know, are one or two, one justice who is, you know, a little bit equivocating, all you need is five conservative justices to, you know, not just uphold the Mississippi law, but I think go further and overturn Roe and Casey. And it seemed to me that it was pretty easy to count to five today. So you had Justice Thomas, Justice Alito, Justice Gorsuch, they've previously suggested they think that Roe was incorrectly decided and should be overturned. The big questions were Kavanaugh and Barrett, and both of them seemed to send strong signals to me that they were less interested in some sort of compromise than, you know, just actually going all the way and overturning Roe and Casey. So I do think that's the most likely outcome uh, coming out of today's argument. Chief Justice John Roberts. After that hour, you're listening to the serious side of the J. Rock Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio, and it's best. Now, here's some numbers from a new poll. Three in ten voters surveyed in a new Hills-Harris Expo once Roe v. Wade overturned. Thirty-three percent, thirty percent, I should say, of registered voters who responded to the December 6th-7th survey said the Supreme Court's landmark uh, 1973 decision guaranteeing abortion rights should be overturned. Another 33% of respondents said Roe v. Wade should be changed but kept in place, and another 37% said it should be affirmed as it is without any changes. Now, if you're doing the math, that means that at least 60% of Americans are saying, hey, look, either keep, either change it or make some changes to it. But uh, anyway, this is something that we've, uh, we want to take a look at and want to get into a deep dive with and you know, Mr. Elias, I'll start this conversation off with you. You know, we talk about how Republicans are always out there trying to say that, you know, uh, a woman, you know, the, the baby, baby needs to have rights. And, and, you know, but we talk about the hypocrisy of Republicans because, yeah, they want you to make sure that the baby is born. But once the baby's here, they don't give a damn about the child once the child's born because then they have all these things in place to, to take away things for folks who need help who have children and things of that nature. So it's like, hey, have the baby. We want the baby to have rights, and we love this precious little life. But now that they're here, oh, well, you know, fend for yourself. And these are the same people who are saying that, you know, you can't tell me to take a vaccine. The government can't tell me what to do with my body. But then you want to tell women that, uh, you know, they have to carry a baby full term, whether it's rape or incest. It's something that I just think, you know, I think about. These are a bunch of men who are making these decisions, by the way, and are not women who don't know what it's all about. Even if the childbirth jeopardizes the mother's life, they're like, well, you need to carry the baby. There's no exceptions to this. And let me just ask you a question that I thought I'd never asked anyone in this day and age. Do you honestly think that Roe v. Wade will be overturned? No, I never thought it would be overturned. I didn't. You know. So you don't they, think it's going to be. So you don't think it's going to be overturned. Oh uh, no, I think I, I never thought it would be, but it's going to be. Trust me, it's going to be. That was my. It's going that's to my be. question. So you think it's going to be overturned? Well, without a doubt, it's going to be overturned. Look, wow. they, uh, they've been playing this for years. They have been playing this for years. The bottom line is, these are the same people that are talking about. You know, they get the mm-hmm. right to life, but they believe in the death penalty. 
You know, these are the same people, like you said earlier, that, you know, won't help a child out to, to give them a, 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 a decent education, but they'll spend billions and billions of dollars in the military ten times what any other, whatever any other, any other country spends, but they won't help another child to get something to eat. These are the same people right, now, that are put in office that will say, yes, these are the same people that are put in office that will say, hey, look, we need to give major corporations more of a tax break so they don't have to pay a damn thing and won't help a mother on welfare. And they cry by talking about welfare queens when the biggest welfare kings and queens are the captains of industry. Poor white people. Yes. More poor white people yes. are on welfare than African Americans. Yes. Yes. But they'll sit there and they'll, 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 they got That's this true, narrative Jay. where they don't want you. Where they, want, where, they want, where, they, where they won't want to help nobody, but hell, they're, 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 let, let you be a billionaire and millionaire. You don't have to pay nothing in damn taxes. You don't have to pay nothing in, 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 in corporate taxes, but none of this. It's, it's, it's ridiculous to me. It has just, just gotten outrageous to me because the wealthy have put, put, the, put this in place to say, hey, look, look, these, these, these clowns are stealing your money. While, we, while they, they're, here, they're taking nickels over here, and we're taking dollars over here. And they do it all day, every day. And people fall for it all the time. I have a question for Jerome, but I want to give Vanessa's comment on it because I have a serious question for Jerome based on something Mr. Elias just said. Go ahead, Vanessa. Give me your thoughts on this. I mean, because as a woman, you know, a, a mother of a daughter, I mean, I have three. I'm concerned about this. It's, You know, I heard somebody say the other day, which just made my blood boil. Well, you know, hey, if you want to control, if you want to have birth control, stop, you know, having sex. I'm like, you can go somewhere with that nonsense. Give, give me your thoughts on this. You know what? We're going to pray for you for real this morning. Okay, do you think Roe yeah, versus Wade is going to be? Anybody who's getting some ain't going to say they shouldn't have sex. Vanessa. Come on, now, let's just be honest. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right, Vanessa, so. Okay, okay. This is an got adult it. Right. Show. We're having an adult conversation about abortion. Sunday morning. And that was an adult comment that you made. And so I am Somebody's on their way to church. Talking about kids. Church ain't got nothing to do with this. The the people who are making these decisions about women's bodies are men. And these are old white men who ain't getting none and ain't thinking about babies, Uh not thinking about trying to take care of them. (laughs) They're the ones that are taking away all the pre Uh What? He said he's with you when you're right, baby. Okay, good. Listen. Listen. Les, yeah. you are absolutely correct when you say there are more white people on welfare than black people. And let me clarify, because I worked there for nine I years, 20 years ago, but I worked there for nine years. White people do okay. not consider WIC. WIC is where you go get <clears throat> excuse me, milk and cheese and dairy products and healthy foods and stuff for your family. They don't consider that welfare. They also don't consider Medicaid as welfare. Because I used to laugh and say, ma'am, you qualify for food stamps. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want that. That's welfare. But they want that Medicaid that's a million, that's worth a million dollars. So you have more white people on Medicaid than you do blacks because black people will go get a gold card. 
gold cards are based on income, and so is Medicaid. But black people don't have a problem with going to stand in line and getting a gold card to help pay their medical bills or go to a county hospital where white people will go to the biggest name hospital, get the medical bills, and then go to the welfare office and have the medical bills paid. I'm just saying. So so my question to you, do you think Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned? I think it is. I think they're definitely trying to overturn it, yes, and I think it will, at least parts of it, because you got old, ain't getting none, white men who's making the decision. I just said that. I well, get that. Thank you. Thank, I'm thank not you, taking Vanessa. that back. We'll get, we'll, we'll get a T-shirt, ain't getting none, uh, and then we'll put the serious side on the back of it. Thank you very much. All right, Jerome, here's a question Jay, I have for no, you. Wait, wait, wait one, right minute, there, one tell minute. Which? Just wait, Jerome, just one minute. Jay, if these were yes. younger men, sexually active, they would be afraid of having a lot of outside children, like that boy who was married to Mariah Carey who got all those kids and one of them just died. So I say that because these are older men. It doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them. If they were younger, having sex, it would. I'm being honest. It's not affecting them. That's why they don't care about changing the laws. They're not going to have to pay child support on all these children willy-nilly because they're not getting in. They're not doing it. Well, they are being bothered with that. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to be freaky or crazy or none of that. No problem. I'm just being honest. Look who's making the decision. Somebody older to be your great-grandfather. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. Hey, Jerome, I have a question for you, man. <laughs> Mr. Elliott said something that I thought, yeah, stop, man, stop. He said something that I thought was interesting, and it just, it just, a light just went off in my head. Hey, man, what makes us any different than Russia? How, how is this country any different when we, I mean, it's the same tactics. All, we do, all we're saying is that this is a part of democracy. What makes us any different than any of those other places when you think about it? Police can come in your house and shoot you, and the Gestapo, they I mean, you know, they do that stuff, right? I mean, people are telling women what they can and cannot do. I mean, what makes us any different than any of these quote-unquote dictatorships? Okay, I'm going to be really quick with this. I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer to that question. I mean, you said that they can. They do. Please come in and shoot anybody. Uh, every law in the United States has a contradictory law. That's why some people go to jail uh, when other people don't. It's because if you have a good enough attorney, they actually have paralegals who will find precedent that will allow them to um, contradict whatever charges that they're bringing against you. So the people who have wealth or resources usually can figure out their ways out of anything. I mean, you can pretty much still, I don't know, a billion dollars and probably won't do a day in jail, whereas you can steal something that costs less than a dollar and probably do 15 to 20 years in jail, right? There's no equity in that. It just means that the laws are written in a way that people, um, attorneys are, they haven't figured this out. It's just kind of been a part of our structure, that they need to know what precedent to use and how the court systems work. Now, I don't believe that they're going to overturn Roe versus Wade because I don't think that they can really. really. No, I don't think that they will. I think what they're going to do is they're going to water it down and gut it to make it ineffective, and that's more of a 
more of a problem, right? Because what the justice mm-hmm. just said was this wasn't a victory for nobody, but what they just said was, oh yeah, it's okay for you to say that um, you can you can't have an abortion after six weeks, but you know there are pills now that you can take right after you have sex that guarantee that you won't get pregnant. Now the trick is who's going to have access to that, and how would they regulate that? Because now they're going to put the burden on females to say that it is your responsibility for getting pregnant or not. But it's not about the females. It was Aristotle, and you know, bless um, um, the faith keeper for the Anadogas, Hunanashoni, um, uh, Chief Lyons, who's a friend of mine. I watched him speak a couple of weeks ago, and he said it was Aristotle that said that women have no souls. And it tells you a little bit about, you know, European societies and how they see women. That is a philosophy that they have. Unlike any other culture, they don't have reverence for women like other cultures do. Now, you can go look that up all you want to, but I can tell you this. They live that life. That's why those men don't see women. They see them as commodities. And women constantly are fighting White females are constantly fighting to be equal to white men, where white men don't really see women as as worthy of having a thought. But that's not my fight. I'm just pointing out what it is. I'm just saying that, you know, it's not my fight. Our communities don't see women as that. Native American communities, you know, clan mothers run everything. People think that when you're Native, you know, you want to be chief. If I had to say I would be a clan mother because the clan mothers have all the power, they make you chief or can take you down from being chief. You need to understand where power structure is. Black women, learning from white women, seem to think that they need to be equal to men. And I'm like, no, that's not the case. You, you're devaluing yourself trying to be a man. It's just because white men have no reverence for women. They have none for women. comes back from Aristotle. That is something from their great philosophers and thinkers that women have no soul. They have no value. So, Jay, what, I'm sorry, Jerome and Jay, what, and Les, too, what do y'all think about the governor of California making it a safe haven for women who want to have an abortion? What do y'all think about that? I, I well, think personally, just, I think it's a great thing, you know. I can't tell you what a woman wants to do with her body just like I don't want uh, somebody to tell me what to do with mine. I think it's a great thing. If it's going to make it a safe haven, God bless them. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that we you have to counter stuff when that happens, right? I'm not advocating for that or not, right? All I'm saying is that there's no rape exceptions. So if you're incest and you're 12 years old and get raped, I don't think that that child should be able to be put under that kind of duress. And so I know people look back and say, oh, back in the days, people get pregnant at 10 years old. That's back in the days. Like, this, we have, gosh, a population. This earth has twice or three times as many people on this planet now than it even had back then. You don't need to get pregnant 12-year-olds, <laughs> right? Um, so I think that when other states, we're – we're finding a split in this country where some states want to restrict everybody. People in Kentucky, you know, with this bad weather and the tornadoes, Biden administration is immediately uh, assigning orders to get 
you know, resources down to them and all this other stuff. But Kentucky's one of those states that are like, oh, yeah, we want to secede from the union. We don't need government intervention unless it benefits them. Now we have to all rally around tragedy. If you had compassion anyway, you wouldn't wait for something to happen to you. So when you look at the tornadoes, um, what happened in, you know, Mississippi and all of these states that go for Donald Trump, you're watching the compassion of the federal government come in to help the people where, hell, they won't even appreciate it, and they're going to go back and be like, well, y'all still can't vote. We still don't like minorities. We still like, They have that contradiction. So we do have to have states that is going to adhere to some kind of fairness. We're looking out for our neighbors in that sense, right? So when California says, you know what, we'll take you guys from Oklahoma. Y'all people are crazy. Why? I mean, I know the people of California may be mad because they're taxpayers, but truly, you know, I cut my neighbor's grass. I don't ask them for money to cut cut their grass, right? Sometimes you, we just do things to help your neighbor out. And so we have to kind of be grown folks when you have, you know, neighbors that are immoral, unethical, and sometimes won't cut their grass. <laughs> You know, we have to do that. It's uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm at a point where I'm like the rest of you guys. It's just at a point where you really and truly can't believe some of the nonsense that's going on. And for me, when you think about how, you know, America acts in certain things, that's why I asked that question. I was serious when I asked that question. I mean, what makes this any different than any of these other countries? I mean, you, it's it's like they use democracy is an umbrella or an excuse to do what the hell they want to do. And it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Wow. All right, coming up next, part two of Mariana Music's Corner. Uh, we'll say good morning to those who are just tuning in. We'll continue to rock and roll. You listen to the serious side, 347-850-1272. We'll be right back after this. Don't you take your tail nowhere. We'll be right back. Online radio at its best.
yeah. Welcome back in. 347 It's the bottom of the hour. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio. That's the time to say good morning to our crew. What's going on, Vanessa? Good morning to you. Sounds like if the person who sounds like the person who wrote the happy birthday song could come out to you for copyright infringement, but we'll keep it moving. All right, what's going on, Mr. Jerome Spree? How you doing on this beautiful Sunday morning? I'm good, man. How you doing? Doing outstanding, sir. The man who gets the right. I'm not gonna say the first word because, you know, he hasn't been getting that lately, but the man who can definitely get the last word. Mr. Elias, good morning, sir. How are you? Well, good morning, Vanessa. Good morning to you, my brother, uh, Jay. Good morning, uh, Marion Music. Uh, good morning, Kathleen Williams. Uh, good morning, Momo B. Uh, good morning, Rich Sister. And uh, Marion Music, the last song that's played was Thinking of Me is by Alex I- Isley and Jack and Diane. And the other one that played was Do You by Sue Lilly. And good morning, my brother Hawk, and good morning, my brother Jerome. Yes, sir. Still, yes. Did Can I hear you? Hello, Mariana. Is she back? Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Are you weren't here? Yeah, man. Mariana Music is not back, but she is listening. Mariana Music is overseas, man. She's been overseas for the last month, and she's going to be over there for another two to three months, I think she told me. She reached out to me uh, last week after she heard that there was an APB out on her. So, yes, she's doing well. (laughs) She'll listen to it. She'll she'll listen to it. She's okay and well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she'll listen to the rebroadcast, but she's not alive because she's probably asleep All right, right now. Hey, girl. <laughs> yeah. You listening? <laughs> okay, I thought we broke up. She said, no, I'm, I didn't I'm break glad. up with you. I'm she glad said, you good. She said, no, y'all <laughs> didn't break up. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I went to the protection program and still in the back. Usually when people break <laughs> up, I don't hear from them. So, that's <laughs> <laughs> You know that? The running joke in real life. One of my friend's sisters said that. She goes, "How come when you break up with people, I don't know what kind of package you give them, but they relocate and get a different name or something because we don't see them." Oh my God, Mr. Elias, can we say hello to those people in the chat room, sir? If you don't mind. <laughs> we surely can. We got Yard Jockey in there, and our our main, our main fellow Covina man is in there with us. Ah, y'all, Jackie, computer man, what's happening? I want to say what's up to the pastor. I'm going to say what's up to Mary Any Music because I know she's going to listen later on. Hey, girl. Oh, by the way, Jerome, I'll tell you this later. All right, uh, Amanda's in the house. Uh, Patty, uh, Freddie, Frankie, a lot of people listening. Thank you so much. I have some interesting comments I'm going to read during Chatterbox. Don't forget, you can get in now. Start sending your comments because I have to pull these from different sites. So stick them in now. I'll read them during uh Pastor Steve, state your case, and if you're in the world-famous chat room, start dropping those dimes right about now because, hey, we don't have that much time left in the show. And speaking of which, it is time to move on to the next topic. Uh, Today, former President Trump's White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, he declined to appear for testimony that he had been subpoenaed to give this morning. The investigation says that Mark Meadows is therefore likely to be found in contempt. He's potentially um, going to be criminally prosecuted for contempt. But Mr. Meadows ended the day today by suing the committee that's conducting the investigation in what appears to be an effort to to drag this thing out, to slow it down. 
On top of that, in another surprise today, we also learned that um, before Mr. Meadows decided to bail on his subpoenas and, and sue investigation, he did hand over some materials to the committee that they find useful for their investigation. In a letter to Mark Meadows' attorney from the chair of the investigation, Congressman Benny Thompson today, Thompson writes this. He says, quote, despite your very broad claims of privilege, Mr. Meadows has produced documents that you apparently agree are relevant and not protected by any privilege at all. Those documents include an email from November 7th, 2020, discussing the appointment of alternate slates of electors as part of a direct and collateral attack after the election. Also, an email dated January 5th, 2021, the day before the attack on the Capitol, regarding a 38-page PowerPoint briefing titled Election Fraud, Foreign Interference, and Options for the 6th of January that was to be provided, quote, on the Hill. Also, among others, an email dated January 5th about having the National Guard on standby. In addition to those documents, oh wait, there's more. Chairman Thompson also describes, quote, the text messages you did produce to the, company, to, the, to the investigation, including a November 6th, 2020 text message exchange with a member of Congress, apparently about appointing alternate electors in certain states as part of a plan that the member of Congress acknowledged would be highly controversial and to which Mr. Meadows apparently said, quote, I love it. I love it. Wow. The House Committee investigating January 6th attack on the Capitol is scrutinizing a 38-page PowerPoint presentation filled with extreme plans to overturn the 2020 election. Let me say that again. Plans to overturn the 2020 election that Mark Meadows, the last chief of staff to President Donald J. Trump, has turned over to the panel. The document recommended that Mr. Trump declare a national emergency to delay the certification of the election results and, and included a claim that China and Venezuela had obtained control of the voting infrastructure in the majority of the states. A lawyer for Mr. Meadows said on Friday that Mr. Meadows provided documents to the committee because he merely received it by email in his inbox and did nothing with it. <laughs> this stuff is so funny that it's not China and Venezuela. Venezuela? When's the last time you heard Venezuela just being gangster? It's like, you know what? Venezuela is up in his face. What? What <laughs> up gang side? It's like, what? Venezuela out of the blue. I know, man. Venezuela? I can't even remember the last time I said Venezuela. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We, we heard more about Cuba, um, Panama, like, Venezuela popped up, and they like the most gangster country on the planet. Yeah. Venezuela? I, like, I'm thinking, when's the last time I said the word Venezuela? Venezuela and hey, China they were that control. <laughs> they're good at creating the boogeyman, so it's going to be like mm-hmm. Holly, Venezuela, partner, but along with... Uh, with the you say Bali. <laughs> this is man, yeah, Bali this is, and, and this, Let me let me tell you something, dude. I create PowerPoint presentations. They created. Let me tell you something. You know, if it's a real good one, they're painstakingly. It takes a while. You know, mine are like off the chain. But thirty-eight pages. 
He saw yeah. he he's talking as if it was just junk mail that just dropped in his inbox. I mean, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Really, man? Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, what is yeah. this? You know, the thing is, is, I used to work for a company, and there are certain emails you just, they won't let, you can't receive. And this guy is the man that's sitting next to the man that's sitting next to the man who called my piccolo player MF, and he's just going to receive a PowerPoint presentation? Just like, oh, well, I didn't do anything with it. <laughs> Here you go. Do they think we're stupid? This time, but they want the next. They will not the next time. Trust me, they put it in place where they will, where they will not fail ever again so they can stay in power ever. They know it's a long time when they take the fall for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You know, man, and then I'm watching, like, I have NBC, I have ABC on in the background, uh, and here's Chris Christie. I mean, the reason why these people, why even give them a platform, man? I mean, yeah, he was critical of Trump, but like you said earlier in the show, he was like, well, but... uh you know, I would vote for him if it was between him and, him and uh, Sanders. I mean, what, what Sanders, is this, man? Yeah. What, what type? What type of nonsense? What type of la la land? What is this a joke, Vanessa? I mean, we're talking people at the highest levels of our government are pulling these shenanigans, and they all gonna get away with it. All of them. All of them. I don't get it. I, I you know, <laughs> we threw some references in there, some some Easter eggs that they call them, if people didn't catch on to it. When I talked about, you know, the man sitting next to the man sitting next to the man, somebody I just read a comment. Somebody called on, yeah, that was old Robin Harris, you know, that old pick and roll player <laughs> thing. But but <laughs> but you know, for me, um, when I think about this from a serious standpoint. Um, how am I to tell my daughter what's right and wrong when your government is doing the exact same thing? How can we preach democracy around the world and talk about America as the shining city on the hill when all these different things are being exposed? And Trump was so freaking reckless. Anybody from any country that has access to YouTube can go back and listen to some of his phone calls in there in its entirety. Him cussing out folks. You know, Kanye West, you see this story? Kanye's West publicists, they go to Georgia to, to pressure election officials <laughs> to say that the election was fraudulent. I but people are still going to buy. Listen, listen, man. Listen, 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 listen. Don't, listen, don't listen, put listen. Kanye West Con- out there. He let, got his own brand crazy. Just, just let me, let, let me say this, though. <laughs> let me let me say this, man. Let me say this though. Uh, this is what I don't understand about these black folk who run around here kissing these white people's tail who don't care about them. You know, Clarence Thomas gonna find this out soon. You know, Tim Scott they gonna find this out soon. You can sit here and rub elbows with all those people in Congress, but when your butt lets around and have a flat tire in rural Georgia somewhere, let's see how that goes. Okay, Do you want to okay. sit here and sleep mm-hmm. with the enemy? I, you want to sleep with the enemy? I just want to say this for the sake of the show. I just want to say this for the yep. sake of the show. So Clarence Thomas, after waiting 30 years, has seniority, and he's shaping that court to his likeness. Clarence Thomas has a lot of power in the court, right? Ice Cube, mm-hmm. who has Big Man, Three, and they have much respect for Ice Cube. Big Three, Dead Friday, Barbershop, Are We There Yet, the Hip Hop Squares, 
his biggest investor in Cube Vision to make his movie company go is a Trump supporter. That dude's like a huh? Russian oligarch Trump supporter. That's 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 what? bankrolling ice cube. Right? And and oh, I'm wow. not saying that to blow that brother out of the water. I'm just saying the people with money tend to be really conservative and crazy. So would we not do something just because wow. those guys are rich and going to stay rich? I don't know the answer to the question. I'm just pointing that out. Is that just in Kanye, I think is crazy, but him partnering with money or Dr. Dre having a billion dollars um, partnering with Jimmy Ivey, who, who again, came from black people made that dude. He had Foreigner mm-hmm. and Journey and all those guys in the 90s and wasn't no rock music playing. So when N.W.A. went to, um, to his record company, they were, I think, weeks from closing their doors, filing bankruptcy. And that dude has a ton of money because a black built his business on black people. And I can't tell you that they're still not conservative and racist. Okay, All I'm, I'm saying is, what, what? I'm confused. Are you, okay, wait a minute. I want to make sure I'm understanding where we're going with this. Are you mm-hmm. saying that it's okay for these black folks to partner with these no, crazy I'm folks saying you to get, okay. I, oh, I'm just saying that we can't blame them for who they're partnering with because they don't control their lives at that point. They're just partnering with huh? them. But you, can do, you can do right by what, what you're doing. Like I said, you know, like, so when I said that about Ice Cube, right, his funding for his company, even though New Line Cinema bought the rights to the movie, John Witherspoon never saw that kind of money that he saw until Friday came along. So Ice Cube is treating the people under him fine, but he is partnering with the devil to do it. And I don't know what the answer to the question is, but wow. I a bad face. But the people who he is associated with is not, you know what I mean? I wouldn't invite them to dinner is all I'm saying. I, I'm Again, I just said huh. this earlier in the show. We need to be careful about criticizing black people in areas that white folks don't criticize other white folks. People are not holding Trump accountable. They act like Ivanka is still good people, right? Mm-hmm. And that shunning, like LES said earlier, shunning from the social class of New York is why them fools moved. And they should shun their asses, right? Mm-hmm. And although you said you don't care, Jay, it does. It means something to them because Florida when you have money. Florida is shunning them also. But Florida is shunning them also, Jerome. They should. And I think that's good for them. I think it's good for them. I think it's good for them. Because you cannot let evil run around here acting like it's your friend. You can be evil and have all the money you want to. But having money, you know, I don't know if you ever watch the own show behind these mansion walls or something like that. But just because you're rich don't make you happy. Just because you're rich don't mean you're not haunted. Just because you're rich and um, practice bloodline stuff don't mean you don't have half your family but in a sane asylum. Can I see how it feels to be rich? Can I just see how it feels, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think you want that. I think you want to be more healthy and happy. You already know how it feels. Right, because you are rich. That is, a, that is an illusion of, um, of wealth. Those those people are crazy, right? Because there's mm-hmm. a big difference between being rich and being wealthy. Wealthy people don't give a rat. Rich people need you to know that they have money. But if you're wealthy, 
you know that your kids are kidnapped bank um, bait if you drive them to a doggone school in a Bentley. Are you crazy? That child's four, <laughs> right? You don't want to, right? So there's a difference of giving an impression. We need to be smarter. Do not look at those guys as any kind of symbol for your life. Don't aspire to do that because you don't know what also um, what you're invoking in your life by even conjuring them fools up. They're crazy. Huh. And I'm not telling anybody tough. else how to live. Yeah, wow. I'm not telling anybody how to live. I'm just I'm beating up your That's people. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. All right, listen. It's time for the NPR's news update. Stage case coming up next in our final thoughts. And uh, don't go anywhere because uh, we forgot to give uh, Jerome that teach. Jerome, man, what's coming up today on uh, the need to know basis, my brother? You know, okay, so since we're talking about this, you know, there's six capital writers were sentenced to prison, and I'm sorry, sentenced to probation, and only one received 45 days in jail. We'll talk about that and some other stuff. There you go. So tune in. It's coming up in about uh, woo, 15 minutes. This is Serious Side. We'll be right back after the NPR News Update. Final thoughts right around the corner. Amid persistent worries about inflation, the price of hay has shot up this year. The Northwest News Network's Anna King reports in response, ranchers and dairy operators across the western U.S. are trying to reduce their herds. Hay trucks usually hitch out of Montana to the west. Now, big rigs are hauling back the other way, coming in from Washington, Oregon, and Idaho. Josh Callen is with the Agricultural Point Report. He says... Higher prices are not helping hay farmers. Everybody's seeing, you know, their fertilizer, the twine, the labor, with all the everything increasing. Everybody's margins are, you know, maybe even a little worse to about the same when prices were lower. A large dairy operation can require half a semi-load of hay a day. That costs roughly $1,500 more a day now than last year. For NPR News, I'm Anna King in Richland, Washington. Overseas, a Brazilian Supreme Court justice has delivered a defeat for President Jair Bolsonaro. The justice ruled this weekend that travelers arriving in the country must prove they've been vaccinated against the coronavirus. The ruling still must be reviewed by the full court. President Bolsonaro's government announced a less stringent rule last week. Secretary of State Antony Blinken remains in England today, meeting with his group of seven counterparts in Liverpool amid tensions with Russia. He's due to arrive in Indonesia's capital tomorrow at the start of a visit to Southeast Asia as the Biden administration seeks to push back against Chinese influence in the region. I'm Giles Snyder, NPR News. This message is brought to you by the NPR Coffee Club. A subscription brings fresh roasted coffee directly to your door. And you can also give a gift subscription to the NPR superfan in your life. Learn more about our new NPR blends by visiting us at nprcoffeeclub.org. All right, welcome back. It is time for State Your Case. Uh, final thoughts from the World Famous Chat Room and from social media. Mr. LDF, man, what do you have? Ah. Uh. Kavina Man says the rule of law only applies to people like Juicy Smoulier and not just people such as Trump. Well, he's correct about that. He is correct about that. All right, I have some Pastor Steve. Peace and blessings, family. First of all, 
it's good to know that my partner in crime is doing well. I think after I think that after Kavina man, Mariana and I are your two earliest supporters and have been loyal listeners ever since. Yeah, I think that's true, Pastor. My comments will be brief. I pray for all those who were affected by the storm. May God's mercy and grace continue to comfort those who have lost loved ones and property. Good stuff, Pastor. All right, Charlotte. Is this Charlotte? Charlotte from yeah, Charlotte from uh, New Orleans. I love y'all's show. How long have y'all been on the air? Charlotte, girl, we've been on the air for a minute. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. John Lanier from Saginaw, Michigan. <laughs> I'm disgusted that judges are letting riders off without sending them to prison terms. You know what, John? Man, every day I think the same thing. All right, Amanda from uh, something, Texas. Uh, Miss Vanessa is so crazy, and I love it. Keep telling them to kiss your ass, Miss Ma'am. Don't encourage that, Amanda. No, 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 no. Let's see. Ready for Come on over. Come on over now. Stop. All right, Frankie. Yeah, stop it. We won't be reading any more of your stuff. I'm just joking. All right, Frankie from Elmer's, Illinois. As a 59-year-old white conservative male who does not believe in abortion, I do, however, respect the woman's right to choose. No one's going to tell me if I can have. Let me read the rest of this. Hold on for a second. Give me a second here, guy. I'm trying to open it up. No one's going to. Here it is. Okay, no one's going to tell me whether or not I can have a vasectomy or not. No one should be able to tell the woman what she can do with their, their body, her body. Thank you for reading my comments. Well, Frankie, thank you for listening. Let's see one more. Brian uh, from Florida. I usually agree with my man, Jerome. But now that I know that Ice Cube is sleeping with the enemy, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done with NWA Friday the way shit mob deuces. Oh man. And he said he said something about F the police, F uh F Ice Cube. Oh man, right? Wow. Get them all. <laughs> that is such a dilemma. I, I understand that too. Cause even the, you know, in knowing that, I actually Kind of, I found a couple of pegs in my mind because I, I actually like Ice Cube, but just knowing that he's right is hard to split allegiances like that. But I have to kind of respect his decision to do what he does. Right? It's a business deal. He cut it. But once you find out that you're in part, you're sleeping with the enemy. I don't. I don't know what to do with that. So, respect. I, I that joker said he is out, bro. That joker said F the police, F, F Ice Cube. Oh, man. He said, look, he even said the West End mob, bro, so he don't even want to hear bye down when you come to my town. He's done with oh, all yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even, even when he, he wrote the song, what was it about um, um, that Trump is a – is a Russian yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 What's on your mind for the last time this morning? Oh, I just love this show. I love y'all. Sorry I'm not as quiet and weak and calm as y'all would like for me to be, but this is what you get when you get Vanessa. So uh, I'm on my way to church, and Jay, it is warming up a little bit. 
It is gorgeous in Houston. We never get weather like this. And you know what? Life is so short. So you have to enjoy it, whether it's cold, like in Chi-Town or New York, or if it's beautiful in the 80 degrees where you can go fishing next week in Houston. But either way it, it goes, you know what? Get vaccinated. Make sure you register to vote. You take care of each other. And do something nice for somebody who can't do anything for you. Y'all have a good week. Good stuff. See, you says be careful. Mr. Jerome is free, man. Final thoughts. Man, I had a couple, but that Ice Cube reference is trying to... I can't seem to bring it back no more. I love all of Ice Cube. I'm usually not that flip about what I know, but I really can't think of any Ice Cube songs. All right. um, But I I, I do want to say to Mariana Music, seriously, we were... We were uh, behind the scenes, yeah. kind of wondering what was going on. And I am yeah. personally glad you're okay. Um, and want to say happy holidays to everyone. And Mariana's mama for reaching out for us. <laughs> like, good looking. Um, <laughs> well, and, well uh, actually, she didn't. Hey, look, Jerome, you weren't here when I said this. Look, Mar- look Mariana Music's mom, it was like, like, who are they talking about? Because... Here's the deal. Here's the here's the big disclosure that I said at the beginning of the show, and I didn't know this, bro. Mariana Music. I'm thinking, okay, Mariana Music's not a real name, but it's Mariana, and she just added music. That's not her name at all. <laughs> so, so um, it's not her name, and so her mom, who listens yeah, to the show, is like, who are they talking about? <laughs> oh, damn. We've all I didn't know. Jerome, I met her and didn't even know. But you know, but I told the story about how you know she it was she, man something happened to her with this online stuff and it almost cost her her life and that's why she is ghost oh, no on doubt. social media. No doubt. No. Yeah, yeah. So, don't so, and then you know that one time when they jumped on her uh, when we, she was in the chat room that one time and she left. So you know, mm-hmm. hey man. Yeah, no, no. People, people are, crazy. are crazy, and um, you do have to be careful of online. Um, closet gangster stalker people, so you got to be careful. So no, don't blow out of water for that. But we still, whatever you choose, your alias to be online. Hey, we're here for you. So I'm glad that she's okay. Yeah, yeah and some crazy people come see me. That's all I want to say. About <laughs> yeah, that. there you go. Exactly. We got them. Come on up exactly. here. Exactly. Come on up here. She says she's gonna try to make our next trip, hopefully, but she's gonna be over for the next three months. So I don't know what she's over there doing. Probably something to do with her profession. But anyway, Mr. Elias, man, you get the last word, brother. Final thoughts. Well, my final thoughts are this, man. Uh, thank God for Vanessa being who she is, and and, and definitely, man, music. We are thankful that you are okay, darling. I was getting a little concerned. I think we all were getting a little concerned because we hadn't heard from you in a minute. But thank God you're okay. And folks, as I always say. Reach out to Mansion and Cinema. Tell them to get out their lazy asses and to vote the Voting Rights Bill through and the John Lewis Bill. That helps with the gerrymandering and it helps with uh, the uh, amendment so that the, the states can't stop you from voting and they can't put these un- unprecedented laws in place. So reach out to Joe Mansion and Christian Cinema. I hit those clowns up every day. I've wrote, I've, I've sent emails. And I'm sending them, I'm, I, I call their offices every day, five days a week, I call their offices. So you need to reach out to these people and let them know that the, they need to get off their ass and bypass that filibuster because they did it when they had no problem with when they were passing their judges through. 
You know, Vanessa said something. I was going to say uh, had a different final thought this morning, but Vanessa said something that I thought that I want to uh, spend a few minutes saying. And, and I just want to say this. Uh, you know, she talked about how you never know. Enjoy life as it is. And, you know, I think about, you know, Senator Bob Dole passed away this week. You know, he was an older gentleman. And, you know, hey, listen, he lived a great life. But the one that got me was Demarius Thomas, who, who passed away. Uh, you know, this man was, I think he was 33 or 34 years old. He's gone. And and so just love people, folks. You never know when you're going to take your last breath, man. Don't walk around here mad all the time. Just be full of life because, man, you know, the angel of death once again shows up when it's your time. You don't know what it is, but you never know when that person or that thing or that creature or that spirit is going to knock on your door. So just love life and just be careful and be safe. And on that note, Mr. L to the E to the S, if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it, my friend? It's time for the serious side of the J. Rao Show. I love me some Momo BZ in the heat Z, and I love you, girl. All right, so for Vanessa, for my main man, Jerome, for Mr. LES, I'm Jay Rob saying have a wonderful work week, and if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, it is the serious side of the Jay Rob Show. God bless, be safe, enjoy the day. Coming up next on the Need to Know Basis with Mr. Jerome Spring. Don't go anywhere, folks, it's going to be good. You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. 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 Five, four, three, two, one. The first lady dazzles on election night in a... Tell me, what do you want me to do? Pledge allegiance to to the flag of the United States of America. All right, folks, you know what time it is. It's time for On a Need-to-Know Basis with my main man, Mr. Jerome Street from Hollywood. No, I'm just joking. What's going on, Jerome, man? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm in our home offices in, um, in Birmingham, Alabama today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like to move them around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Jay keeps throwing me, and so there was something I wanted to say to Jay, and now I can't remember. So it must be oh, wow. one of these news stories, Jay. Um, uh, oh, you know, I, I did want to tell you before you left, ju- just so that you know, Rolls Royce yes, is um, they're um, laying off a bunch of people, but they said that they're still going to be strong and be able to maintain your car. So don't worry about that. Uh, you, you mean Mr. Elias's car. Get out of here with that. Him <laughs> and Vanessa. <laughs> Those are the rich folks. All savings and more... Uh, uh, and they're going to recover more quicker than anticipated. So you're going to be all good there, Jay. No, no worries. Yeah. Hey, I'm just trying to help you out. I need to dump my stock, too. Uh, yeah, mm. they're, they're laying off 8,500 people. Uh-oh. Yeah, I need to dump my stock. He's there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> a reality check. Mm-hmm. That joke is like, hey, wait a minute, well, stop wait playing for real. <laughs> yeah, I got I got stock in Rolls Royce, man. Shoot, man. I have about four or five hundred stock in them. Okay, I would say yep. don't get rid of it because the news already dropped, so your stock has already gone. You might as well wait for it to get bought out. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Now wait, wait yeah. for Tesla to come get them. Tesla or Mercedes. Mm-hmm. But they. 
They said they, they said down the rebound. So I just wanted to make sure Jay, Ooh, Jay good knew. God in heaven. <laughs> yeah, whatever, buddy. Whatever. All right, guys, have a good show. All right. Wow. You know, um, <laughs> oh man. All right. Now, as um, um, there has a COVID nineteen um, at home test is becoming properly uh, increasingly popular in the U.S. They're saying the results from the test are often uh, not reported to public health officials. And they're saying that they're going to have blind spots in tracking and contact tracing if people are using the home test. So the good news is mm. you could take a home test and not go into work or infect anybody. Just stay home for like three days and until um, mm. you get a negative test and go into work. But they're saying that the tracing is going to appear that nobody, people are not getting as much COVID when they're just not going to know. So the public... Now, here, here's the thing that I find interesting is that with our privacy, and I struggle with this too, I don't want government tracking on my phone telling me that somebody in a nine-block radius has COVID. I don't want that. But at the same time, we're in a pandemic, so I don't want to run up on my mailman having COVID deliver me my mail either. <laughs> I'm <with laughs> you know, you're right, brother. I'm yeah, bringing COVID right. to your house. You know, you're like, let me, mm-hmm. let me order a pizza. <laughs> COVID don't show up. Now, mm-hmm. um, the, FDA, the FDA authorized AstraZeneca's COVID-19 antibody treatment to prevent severe infection in patients with weakened immune systems. Um, so they said anybody who is at high risk, um, there's an AstraZeneca monoclonal um, antibody treatment. And also... Mm. Speaking of AstraZeneca, um, they uncovered what triggered the blood clots after their first vaccine. Remember, remember, we don't we didn't have AstraZeneca here. We had the Johnson and Johnson, but AstraZeneca came out with pretty much one of the first vaccines, and people were getting mm-hmm. blood clots. Didn't you know approve it in the United States? But they're saying the vaccine acts like a magnet and attracts some um, platelets which mistakes the body for the treatment, uh, um, mistakes, mistakes it for a threat and attacks it. So that's where those blood clots are coming from. So I say that yeah. story to say that as long as we know why it's doing that, then you can fix it, right? So they know right. why now. A team of U.K. and U.S. researchers have solved the mystery on what caused the extreme rare blood clots in the aspect in the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. They believe that it's related to the virus delivery system. Like it's just been attracting all of those um, platelets. So, um, also the Food and Drug Administration Advisory Committee recommended emergency authorization of um, uh, Merck and Company's experimental pill to treat mild um, to moderate COVID. Um, they they approved that on Tuesday. The drug is called, um, I think I did this story before, but it's um, um, monolupervira or vera or something that stops the virus from making copies of itself, which prevents it from spreading throughout the body. It's the Merck um, and, Co- uh, and Company's um, pill. I don't know when it's going to be released to the public, but... I'm saying these stories so that you can look out for them. Now, this mm-hmm. 
crowd data is shown that it reduced the risk of death or being hospitalized um, for those at high risk of severe COVID by 30%. So even if you got your shot, just like keeping some Benadryl in your house, you might want to keep one of these um, antiviral or one of those pills to treat COVID in your house as well. Um, So U.S. biotech company Moderna on Friday announced that promising data of its early stages of its mRNA flu shot. They're using the same technology that they did the vaccine for flu shots now. So Moderna's flu shots are going to come out um, in a little bit. Um, Singapore, yeah. Yeah, Singapore tells unvaccinated locals that they must pay for the treatment if they catch COVID. So while it remains free to get your shot, now, I did want to talk about this because I, I was asked questions about this earlier in the week. That um, do they, do I think it's fair that some places are starting to make people pay if they don't have if they're not vaccinated because it's our freedom to be vaccinated or not vaccinated. But again, we're in a pandemic, so I think there's exceptions to pandemic. So I think did, they're right. Didn't New York want so, to come up with that too? I thought New again. York was trying to pass that. I thought New York was trying to pass that yeah. same law. And if you didn't vaccinate it, you had to pay for it. And they couldn't do it because of something. I couldn't remember what it was, but they said no, they couldn't do it. I was like, boy, that'd have been that'd have been that been an easy one. You know? They tried to say well, it's your I don't see the problem with it. it. it's your it's your choice not to have it. You don't have to have it, but if you get sick from it, guess what? Your responsibility. Yeah, but, yeah, but see the way New York works with that is that if you, like our hospitals are free, like so if you don't have medical insurance, you can go to the hospital. But when you put in your social security number and they and they look at your tax forms and they realize you have over a certain amount of money, they're going to bill you. Mm-hmm. So, and that's by right. If you're, You cannot be a millionaire getting free services because poor people get free services. They're like, right. if, you, if you hit this certain tax bracket, <laughs> their butt's going to be sent to bail. So until they figure out how to make that equitable, um, I don't think they're going to do it. Mm. Now, um, an unvaccinated first-time mother who's 25, she's in the U.K., was forced to have an emergency C-section at 27 weeks to save her life after she caught COVID um, while pregnant. Now, they said her baby was taking her nutrients and oxygen out of her body when you're pregnant, and the 25-year-old spent days in intensive care. From correcting, um, from contracting the coronavirus, and it put her in critical condition. So they actually went in and had an early C-section. So again, when everybody's like, "I'm healthy and I don't need to take any," um, mm-hmm. you know, stuff is happening to people. So it's why we are doing these news stories to let you know: don't play. Sometimes you just need to just go sit. I, and I don't advocate for shots. If you listen to some of the early shows, you know I don't really play with this stuff. But in this I don't case, either. Yep, yeah, we're in the pandemic. Yeah, both of us are more likely not to. Um, I won't. I probably won't take a flu shot. I can be honest with that. But the truth is, is that you should. We're in the pandemic. You got to be careful. All right. Now, people with allergic conditions such as hay fever have a lower risk of being infected by COVID, according to a new study. They found that hay fever, eczema sufferers 
um, are nearly 25% less likely to correct the virus, and people with asthma are almost 40% less likely to I be infected. I saw this on the news the other day. Which, I was like, what? I was like, yeah, wow, you think they would be affected more than anybody they would else? Be more they're not. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So even if you use mm -hmm. steroid inhalers, that you're still less likely to contract or to to get COVID. You know, and, and also, surprisingly, they found that in contrast to past studies, patients who were older, male, and had other underlying conditions were not at increased um, risk from infection if they had any of those other um, ailments. Really? Yep. Hmm. Now, researchers on this study saying that this study is an op a, a observational study um, therefore, it cannot establish cause, which means that they didn't do blood tests and see what everybody else has. They just had the people report what their ailments were, and they came to their conclusion from all the people that they studied. But that was it. Now, Amazon hmm. is shutting down Alexa.com. Now, I don't even ever remember going to this website, but it's a global website ranking system that monitors traffic online to list the most popular websites around the globe since 1996. They're saying that they're not, it's not being utilized as much. Heck, I didn't know it was out there. <laughs> so I didn't know you can go to Alexa.com um, as a search engine. But Amazon Join said the that now. I didn't know what it either. Say? Yeah. Join the club. Yeah, I never heard of it either. Yeah. Alexa, that device that you keep in your house ain't getting my business either, but that's a whole nother story. Alexa's recording you at home. <laughs> <laughs> I went through any right, brother. I'm telling you, I don't. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, Dad, my niece tried to give me that for 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 for, for Christmas. I'm like, I don't need it. Don't keep it. Right. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> no, baby girl. When you are on the phone in your own house, you still have to whisper. You're like, Alexa's mm -hmm. listening. <laughs> Alexa is listening. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, Monsanto has pled guilty to illegally spraying pesticides in Hawaii cornfields. So the co company will also plead guilty to two felony charges, illegally storing pesticides that have been part of the um, 2019 Deferred Prosecution Agreement. I, wow. Okay. That's, that's the one I, that Bill Gates and uh, his wife, they, went, they partnered with Monsanto. Yes. That's, that's just, ah, yeah, they're, they're rotten bastards. Mm -mm. Yeah, so you no. wonder why people don't like the Bill Gates Foundation, Monsanto, and the World Health Organization. If the people who are poisoning your food are giving mm -hmm. you uh, a, a shot, then technically, mm -hmm. yes, trust them. They're mad scientists, yep. and you really do have to watch them. Yep. Yep. So anytime That's I see sure. Bill Gates on TV talking about he want to save humanity, it reminds me of the time that he said this world is overpopulated and we have to do something. You can't, yep. you can't, in the herd. you can't separate in those the two herd. statements. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, you can't separate those two statements. Okay, now the pros the prosecution has rest in the um, $250 million fraud trial against 1-800-GET-THIN doctors. <laughs> like, I didn't know that was, see, I didn't know that existed either. But so a federal ju jury has started deliberating as soon as Tuesday on whether the two doctors found guilty for fraud team that um, that milked like 
I guess insurers out of more than $250 million do their oh. 1-800-GET-THIN business. I mean, it's a clever wow. name. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, they got caught. That's what capitalism is, right? <laughs> I guarantee you they'll be found guilty, and they'll only have to pay, like, $25,000. Like, they took $250 million. Yep. They're going to be right. like, you don't have to pay it all yeah. back, but you need to just give it Here's the restitution. Pay this much. You're like, what? Yep. Yep. Crime does rest- pay. And that not be that high. Now, a former San Diego police officer who pushed a black man uh, during an arrest, he pushed him to a concrete bench. He was acquitted on Friday from lying on his report about the incident, which was captured on mm. video Right? And so the jury deliberated over three days before finding um, the former La La Mesa police officer Matthew Doggins, I guess, um, not guilty on one count of providing false testimony. Now, he said that the guy was smoking on transit, which the video shows that the guy wasn't even smoking, and then he went to arrest and, and then arrested him. So. He, um, the video taken by a witness was posted on social media. So the white officer grabbing and pushing um, the guy into a concrete bench. Then he was taken into custody and accused of resisting arrest, but was not charged <laughs> with a crime and was not cited for smoking. And they let that guy off for lying. Really? Even though they called him lying. Right. And <laughs> assaulting somebody. Do you know as a police tell me, tell me. officer... As a police officer, you if it's if there's no crime committed, they can't detain you. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to do nothing because it has to be their interaction has yep. to be in the commission of a crime. So mm-hmm. if they do anything to you, you they're regular citizens until you break the law. Mm-hmm. They found out on this guy did nothing, but he still was not charged. For breaking the law, he's a regular citizen. He can't put his hands on you. He can't do nothing. But you know, mm. the only time this works, right, Elias, is when you yep. white. Yeah. White. Yeah. We watch. Yeah. Uh, the white folks cussing the police out all the time. Talk about yep. your mamas. <laughs> yeah. Getting in them. <laughs> legally, yep. they're not supposed to do. They can't do anything to you for no. even saying. And they say, what crime do you suspect me of committing? That's all you got to do. What crime do you right. suspect me of committing? And they can't. Right. They, if you cannot reasonably articulate a crime that I'm suspected of committing, you let me go. It's right. simple. But you know, if you don't know the law, you don't know the law. Right. But here's mm-hmm. here's the here's the here's the trick to this: is that since police lie so much, they'll make something up, and usually the other officers back them up. So in this case, he mm-hmm. lied on the report, and they still didn't prosecute him. Because what will happen is they'll just say, I feared for my life, and the person was being belligerent, and that's why, and, and that's what he used. That's what he said, and he now lied, and they still let him off. And you know, the arrogance of his defense attorney kind of went like this. The prosecutor um, is fighting with criminals and not police officers. <laughs> That's now funny. get this. Cause that's the criminal. Wasn't even a doggone criminal. He ain't break no laws. Yeah. yeah. But he still how, used how that. How am I a criminal? Yep. Mm-hmm. He still used that to put put it in people's heads so they could feel sorry for the policemen. 
when the policeman mm. actually was the criminal in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like like I said, it is our job to actually see through the bull. So that's the bull that we got in that story. Now there was a professor, um, Carl Ladenbach, I guess is the guy's name. He's a clinical epidemiologist who is um, running to be mayor Germany's next health minister. He reports that South Africa's um, from the South African um, what is it called a Maracron is the virus name for yeah. COVID. Yeah, a Maracron. Yeah, yeah, yep. mild, the new one. Yeah. Yes, mild issues. They said it could make it to as an early Christmas gift. It may even speed up the end of the pandemic. Now, he suggests <laughs> that there are many mutations, like there are 32 on the spike protein alone, um, twice as many as the Delta virus, which could mean that it optimized the, um, the um, effect and could be less lethal. Because, you know, on this, version of the virus, people are not getting as sick. Mm-hmm. So I've heard that. So with this yeah. So with this version of it, um, you don't lose your sense of taste or smell. Um, there's mild cough. You're still getting cough. You're still getting um, weakness and tiredness, but it's not as severe. So that he's I guess his theory is is that since it has mutated so much, eventually um Scientists have long said this, that the coronavirus is likely to be, um, it's never going to be eradicated, but it will instead transition to a milder cold-like virus. Mm. So the more that it's, the, it seems like it's more contagious, and but people aren't dying as much, but they're getting the virus more. And so mm-hmm. they're saying that this is the, it's about to hit a point where it's going to itself out of effectiveness is what he's saying. I don't know what to think about that. That's that's a German scientist, so I'm just going to say that didn't come from here. Not that it's Mm -hmm. bad because it's Germany, but I'm just saying that's his theory. Hmm. I'm still... I'm gonna take a zero on his theory right now. We'll see. We don't don't really know what that virus is doing. Um... Mm -hmm. And how it's affecting. It's affecting young people, but it's still affecting more um, people who are not vaccinated as well. So just be careful. Right. Stop letting people breathe on you. Now, an Italian bishop is forced to apologize after he told children that Santa Claus does not exist. And that his red <laughs> coat chosen by Coca-Cola for advertisements. <laughs> He's like, Santa wears a red coat because Coca-Cola put him in a red coat. So the Roman Catholic Diocese of whatever insistently uh, insists that uh, the bishop did not mean to dash the dreams of youngsters two weeks before Christmas. He tried to take it back now. Mm. That is is funny. Um, I guess the church still the church still don't want to be mean. They don't want to be the Grinch who stole Christmas apparently. (laughs) Man. All right, now um, 500 school districts across the U.S. are using cultural competency screening for teachers uh, about their potential beliefs, how they incorporate gender diversity, and what they've done to be more anti-racist. This is according to a report from the Education Week. I guess it's Education Weekly. 
Um, they detailed how school districts across the U.S. are screening teachers for racial bias in hiring, in the hiring process, um, through cultural competency questions about um, politics. Now, here's the thing: they did that story as a negative because you know how conservative papers are, right? But the truth yeah. is that if you are a teacher and you have students that are minorities, you probably shouldn't be racist. I just want to put yeah, that out there. That. Right? Like, go to a yep. school district where you feel comfortable with it, but oppressing black students is not, I wouldn't hire you either. So, you know, I think white folks are always calling this political correctness and stuff, but it's not political correctness. It's uh, it's just, um, it, it's just good hiring practices. <laughs> right? You don't, you don't hire um, a nurse who don't like people. Mm. Although you do get some nurses who think that I'm just doing yeah, my job. Evil happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. We both can tell stories about that. They should not even mm-hmm. be in the field. But <laughs> at the same time, if we, when you find that out, you need to fire them. They need to be out. <laughs> now, mm. a DEA agent who conspired with a Colombian cartel and um, brought down this. Um, he bought a luxury sports car, like a $3,000 or $30,000 Tiffany ring, and had a $767,000 um, Caribbean resort home. He got 12 years in prison because, really? again, former DEA agent, he used the money that he made from a Colombian cartel to buy all of that stuff for him and his wife. Um, but, again... Law enforcement agents can be corrupt, but he did get a mm. over a million dollars from some drug gang, um, some drug cartel. I guess they're not a gang because they need to sound like businesses, apparently. All right, now, mm. now, oh, you know what I want to talk about? Well, we'll, we'll, I'll do this story and we'll talk about this one next. But um, they said causes of anorexia amongst teens from 13 to 16 has jumped 65 percent during the first wave of the pandemic. Um, Research from McGill University in the UK has found that the um, COVID-19 pandemic causes a surge in the amount of people who are suffering from anorexia um, during COVID. So I don't know why that is, because most people talk about Mm. um, gaining weight during the pandemic. (laughs) Most people are like, I've been in the house too long, and all I do is- Really, it's time to get out. True. Yeah, but they're saying it's teenagers. That seems weird. Like, being online, I guess, you know, that thing being on TV adds 30 pounds to you. I guess being online and, and all of that stuff, people are conscious about their weight. 16, mm. 13 to 16, you should not be conscious about your weight at all. Hello, one of my, my nieces and nephews, every time them little jumpers come to my house, they be eating their ass off. They getting it <laughs> in. I'm like, hey, we well, eat at your house. I don't care. Eat it all. You're like, all right, whatever. Yeah. yeah, but you know, Don't kids grow sports first. So I think that mm-hmm. parents or adults should talk to kids about that. You're putting on weight. Mm-hmm. You're young. But when you go through your growth work, it's just going to, like they said, they kind of stretch you out, is what the old people say. <laughs> like, oh, so the fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, you go through your growth work, you're just going to be thin as a rail. So you better get your nutrients, nutrients now. It helps your body when you're younger. <laughs> but that's, mm-hmm. that's always sad to me when people are on little kids about about that. I'm like, yeah, they're 
they're hungry. As long as they're not, um, you know, stress eating, you're hungry when you're hungry. So, yep. yeah, we all go through it. Now, okay, so Camilla Harris is taking a lot of heat. Kamala Harris is taking a lot of heat from her um, being VP and having low poll numbers and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So conservative conservative um, columnist Peggy Noonan um, said that she wanted to offer Harris some advice on how to make a comeback because, uh, and she wrote a Washington Post op-ed titled, Kamala Harris Needs to Get Serious. And she talked about the fact that she should, she needs to stop thinking about filling Joe Biden's shoes and come to terms with her role as a vice president. Now, I'm only saying this story mm-hmm. so that in case you know Peggy Noonan, tell her to tune in and tell her I said, bite me. Because conservative really? people are always critical on everybody else but the people who they should be critical on. Right? Mm-hmm. She can't help how old Joe Biden is. So it is in your head that you're thinking she's doing things to replace him. White folks have a tendency of over-criticizing black folks no matter what they're doing. She's vice president. I didn't hear her talk about Mike Pence and his um, being really? a yes man to Donald Trump. Really? Because all that's all he was was a yes man. Yeah. Damn. So... You know, people like Peggy Noonan need to go somewhere and, as my girl Kai would say, go sat down <laughs> because she doesn't need to come around here telling anybody what they should and should not be doing. And we need to stop listening to them just because she's mm-hmm. you know, old as Methuselah and she gets to be on TV. Stop listening to her. If she wants to be taken mm-hmm. serious as a conservative and say that she has a global perspective, she needs to act like she's not some racist ass that is coming out um, pointing a finger at somebody because she doesn't like the way she looks. So, mm. you know what? Critique your own party because your own party has some problems that it needs to deal with and reckon with. You know, deal mm. with your doggone capital insurrectionist. Deal with Donald Trump. Deal with getting all of that stuff back on track. But Democrats especially need to stop listening to people like <laughs> and um, I don't care Joe Scarborough and even Mika I don't give a rat about her either all of them need to stop telling people what to do when they know they're on the political opposition side and we need to stop taking them like there's some authority on righteousness when they can't even regulate their own house tell me about it mm-hmm. yeah. now um Speaking of, uh, oh, you know what? Um, so there's also been in the news, the Senate confirmed uh, James Clyburn's daughter to hold uh, a federal um, commission. So, again, yeah, Jennifer Clyburn Reed was confirmed by the Senate by voice, voice vote, vote um, to be the federal chair of the Southeast Crescent Regional Commission. Um, and... The conservatives are losing their mind. Again, Trump's daughter was representing the United States overseas. <laughs> like, his daughter. Really? And they're, really? they're going to be mad about somebody who's actually qualified having a job that is not in the executive branch. But anywho, mm. um, shout out to them. Now, mm. um, Taylor Swift apparently will be forced to defend herself against copyright claims in front of a jury 
after a federal judge ruled that the lawsuit against her can go to trial. So Swift, who is 31, is being sued by song, songwriters Sean Hall and Nathan Butler, who claim that her 2014 hit, uh, Shake It Off, took lines from the 20, 2001 song, Play Is Gonna Play. Now, I don't know if you remember that from the group 3LW. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that. That song, Shake It Off, says, um, players going to play, haters going to hate. That yeah. is actually in that song. So yes. the case, case was previously dismissed by a judge, but um, the successful appeal means that the songwriters will get their day in court. Um, the lines, mm. players going to play, haters going to hate are featured in similar versions of each song. So here's what the the panel overruled from the judge. The judge tried to let Taylor Swift off. Again, our fairness in court doesn't really say nothing. Um, they tried to let her off, but the appellate court said, you cannot let her off. It is too, She's using too many words that is in that song. And so we uh. decide. Taylor, you know what? Again, for the audience, if you have not w- watched Adam Ruins Everything on True TV or get it on Hulu or your Fire Stick or something, but there's an episode where they go through music and how this is a historical thing that people steal music from black folks and then once it goes pop, they act like it's theirs. Mm. And so Elvis did it. Um, oh, God, yeah. Hound Dog. How yes. oh. that's a blues song. That's yeah, Big Mama Thornton. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. so you think of uh, um that and you know, Pat Boone and and good Lord, I you can go <laughs> through Madonna. Who's that? <laughs> Pat Boone stole every one of Richard a little Richard's song. He did yeah. the wop, they, wop, they literally <laughs> Yeah, they remade every song for a white audience back then because they wouldn't play black artists on the radio. So they used mm-hmm. to call them race race records when they had black people yeah. on them. And then they changed that genre to R&B. But it was just, you know, race records with soul records. And, mm-hmm. you know, from even somebody like Mahalia Jackson, who they, that Grammys, or, yeah, the Grammys created a whole new category because Mahalia records were selling so much, they could not acknowledge her in regular culture. So they created a gospel category just to give Mahalia Jackson an award. Mm. That's where I got, that's where that comes from. Because white folks mm. feared having black people compete honestly with white folks in winning. Wow. And I don't know if, if you've seen some of the stories about the Golden Globes. But they've been boycotted so much because they have nobody black in the um, that are that vote for the Golden Globes. Right. And so they're trying to the board and that board, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they won't reveal how they are how they are picking winners. And um, so they're actually scheduled for February, I think the Golden Globes is. And um, they may not do Golden Globes this year just because they need to revamp because they're scared that nobody is going to show up. So most <laughs> stars and entertainers are boycotting of Golden Globes anyway, black and white. That's not the black mm. people who are boycotting, but black and white are all boycotting the Golden Globes. Mm. So, yeah. So 
this is nothing new. Taylor Swift um, can join Elvis. Um, what's, what's my man's name who just got sued? Um, Robin, Robin Thicke. <laughs> we Robin Thicke, all yeah. Killing people's music. Yeah. Um, because this, yeah. Is, this is nothing new. Mm-hmm. No. Now, again, I don't mean to do this because this is usually a black on black crime, but since it's not black people, <laughs> I'll do this. There's always exceptions for people like Tina Marie. We love Tina Marie. <laughs> like, we oh, without all a doubt. Right. Oh, without a she doubt. Tina Marie was, she was a sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not saying mm-hmm. she didn't steal nobody's music, and we can appreciate music no matter who does it, but stealing black mm-hmm. people's music, thinking that you don't have to acknowledge them, is crazy. Um, can you hear me, Justin Timberlake, or fake? Justin Timberfake <laughs> is another one. I might as well. Any chance I get, really? he, he need to go sat down himself, too. Um, mm-hmm. So, so the, um, the Daily Mail, the Mail Online, um, got a, first, a sneak peek at the first net zero McDonald's restaurant ahead of their opening. So there's a, in the U.K., there's a new McDonald's with a environmental friendly feature such as a drive through lane made of recycled tires um, that wall art made from coffee beans and um, curb stones made from recycled plastic bottles and they have a new big plant burger that don't sound appealing at all they might want to call that something else a McPlant burger but they also said um, they're, they're rolling it out to all UK branches don't we have like a um, McDonald's, I think they use um, one of the. They have a plant based burger, don't they? No, Burger King does. Yep. I thought but McDonald's I, did too. Do they? Yeah, I know I Burger they, King. I thought they came up with one. Okay. Yeah, I think they partnered with somebody. I'm not sure if it's on the menu or they had it as a special, like a McRib or something. But um, yeah, they do have plant based burgers in, in the U.S. as well. But they're now. They, they need to get rid of that McPlant though when you think that you're eating just a, a bunch of lettuce on between two slices of bread that is not gonna uh, that's not gonna roll but the fast food giant in the UK is committed to keeping beef on the menu but they are gonna say it's gonna be um, sustainably sourced is what they're saying about them <laughs> I don't know how much I believe that but anywho I'm just saying it's just a news story. I, I'm not vouching for them. Now, Tesla is launching a cyber quad for kids. It's a four-wheeler ATV inspired by the cyber truck, but it costs $1,900. It has a top speed of between 10 and 15 miles an hour for kids. Okay, I don't know what I think about that, but um, I'm going to just say that. Like, you got $1,900 to throw on a four-wheeler. Remember, the kid's going to get a little taller, and what are you going to do with yep. that $1,900 um, ATV? You're well, not going to be able to ride it. It is really small. Really, yeah. really. Sell it. Yep, sell it to sell sell somebody else. Sell it you bought it for. Yep. Yeah. Now, again, I, I just heard a story um, yesterday that was kind of amu- uh, amazing to me, but you know, I'm I'm in an area where we have a lot of uh, a few private universities, but this one kid who lives in California sold a practically new um, Mercedes Benz 
to somebody for five thousand dollars because they did not want to ship it back to California. What? It was paid for and it was a new Benz, and they sold it for five thousand really? dollars. They didn't want to ship it back. Oh my God! Like, yeah, it must be nice. Like um, I, I'm glad Jay's gone. That Rolls Royce for the same kind of mute compared to this story. <laughs> it's like, wait really? a minute. That's cheaper than a doggone, um, well, than a Pinto. I had to go back because I didn't want to offend nobody. <laughs> cheaper than a Pinto. Hugo back in the days. What those? Remember. Both wagons used to be really cheap, too. Yeah. You know? So, so, so they sold the car for 5000 because they didn't want to ship it back. Yep. A brand, a, practically brand new. It was only like a year or so old. But it was paid off, and they sold it for $5,000 just because they didn't want to ship it back. Who did this? Uh, it was it was one of the students at um, I'll tell you it was at Syracuse University, my old alma mater. But you got to remember, Syracuse is a private school, and tuition right. is is something like seventy grand right about now. So we have a there's a lot of kids up there who travel all across the country who are students there who are just like nope, we don't want this. So you'll be amazed by the stuff that they leave when they get ready to go back home. I just don't want it. Really? Yeah, but one of the Man. one of the workers. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you, you could pay somebody a thousand dollars to drive it. So I give you a thousand bucks to drive it back, and and here's a thousand bucks, and I pay for your plane ticket home. Listen, you you, come on, really? Yeah, I, listen, I I I know stories from realtors that some of the students were renting houses. And one of the parents said, do you mind if we build a deck onto this house? Because they're going to be enrolled here for the next two years. And they build a whole wing onto somebody's house and spend another, like, 60 grand just to put a wing on somebody's house. And left. Yeah. Wow. I'm not mad at them. I'm just saying some people have some cash that they can just throw away. Yeah, I do. Wow. Now, um. Speaking of cash throwing away, let's do a Diddy story. Now, Sean Combs <laughs> is trying to rescue Sean John Apparel, which he founded 23 years ago, um, following a bankruptcy filing by the current owner. So, Buffy, like, bid $3.3 million to reacquire Sean John from a, the North American Division of Global Brands um, Incorporated, and uh, they filed for bankruptcy. Because during the pandemic, they said that they, I guess, their sales were low. So mm. um, Global Bands owns 90% of Sean John. I guess he only owns 10%. But he sold it. I guess I'm trying to, they didn't say, yeah. I can't say how much he sold it to them for initially. But Sean John generated $450 million annually in retail sales in 2016. But they said COVID-19 pandemic took a major toll on their finances, and they want to sell it back. So he's like, okay, I'll take it. $3 million. Mm. But Bloomberg reports he's that both brands. $3 million? No, he's trying to get it back because they're filing for bankruptcy. Mm. Global brands. Wow. But they own Jennifer Lopez's um, um, brands under Jennifer Lopez, Eva Longoria, and the estate of Bob Marley. But they've been wow. looking for, a, uh, you know, a buyer for Sean John. So they're getting rid of Sean John and not the other one, mm. I guess. I guess that's the only one they're getting rid of. 
All right. Now, um, Capitol Police whistleblowers say that they face retaliation for speaking about the management failures um, of handling the January 6th attack. So Capitol Police, they raised um, alarms about the intelligence failure to lead up to the insurrection. But um, they said they're, according to their lawyers, they they wouldn't name who the people were, but according to their lawyers, they said that they were retaliated against. Now, here's where that commission is going to kick in. They need to fire everybody, again, all of those Trump people who were telling the Capitol Police, don't worry about it, we're not calling the National Guard. They need to to get them, arrest them, fire them, and then arrest them because they – that was an inside job. That's what an insurrection um, overthrow coup looks like when you get the military to side with you against, against the law. Now, one Capitol rioter, this woman, and I know I've done too many stories on her, but she's in the news again. Uh, Jenna Ryan likens her upcoming incarceration to a health retreat. Now, she begins her 60-day prison sentence in three weeks. For her role, she actually went into the Capitol and broke windows and all this other stuff. But she said, the only thing that I can see that is good about having to go to prison is I'm going to be able to work out a lot and do a lot of yoga and detox. <laughs> I'm sorry, <man. laughs> Again, I, and the reason I laugh yeah, a lot is of because, yoga and detox. Wow. The, the reason I laugh is because of the other story. Remember with the, with, um, the Marjorie Green woman saying that they can't have mm-hmm. um, free food? This woman yeah. thinks she's gonna yoga and detox in that piece. Mm. Oh, you gonna get worked? You gonna get worked out a lot. Especially if you're in gym pop, please. Yeah, you're in gym pop. You can forget it, baby girl. They gonna tell your ass up. Yep, she gonna get a workout. Cause fighting is kind of a workout. <laughs> you gonna get a little tired from fighting people up yeah, off. Really? <laughs> but she filmed herself on TikTok sporting a. A sports bra and some leggings, sports bra and some leggings, uh, after stating that everyone is telling me that I'll lose weight in prison because she won't have access to alcohol and stupid stuff like potato chips. Again, yeah. you're talking clueless. Now people think prison's, prison's a joke. Really? Now, and so then she said, you know, she's going to be able to lose um, 30 pounds in two months. You might lose a little something else, but that ain't, you ain't heard that from me. I ain't going to even go through all of that. Mm. I don't know what. I, I guess white female, she thinks that she's going to be protected and nothing's going to happen. They're going to send her to, okay. you know, a, a country club prison. Now, they and they may. I'm not saying that they won't, yeah. but uh, I don't think they've ever. They were visiting D.C., so technically, they don't know. They used to call DC Chocolate City for a reason. Your prison may exactly. not be that nice. <laughs> really? She might try to get transferred to whatever state to whatever state she lives in, to Texas or something. I think is where she's from. But she may have to get mm. transferred to the nicer um, prison accommodation. Is that, is that the one that wanted to go to Mexico or whatever? While she was going through all that stuff? Yes. Yeah, she wanted. Okay, yeah. They yeah. the court. That she wanted to change her court date because she was going on vacation. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. what do y'all think this is? <laughs> this is not for play play. But anywho, all right. So mm. Democrats 
Mrs. James suspend her campaign. Um, she suspends her campaign for um, governor and announced she will seek re-election as attorney general. So she also, on the same day, have announced that she uh, was subpoenaing, um, she was seeking a de- deposition from Trump as a part of their probe into the Trump organization. But she did end her campaign. Now, there are news stories that are coming out now. And again, this is from conservative folks, so take this from whatever, um, that she couldn't raise um, X amount of dollars by January, so that's why she suspended her campaign. Um, we don't know that that's true. But it is fundraising. She's, got, she's running statewide anyway, so she still has to raise money. But she would have to take on Captain Coco as an incumbent. You know the yeah, person. Somebody said it, it brought a, it brought it brought relief to the governor now. The one that y'all have there now, because she she's not running against her, because she was a formidable opponent. But she said she wanted to put she wanted to put them charges on Donald Trump. Oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, if you turn that over to somebody else, they are not gonna. You know mm-hmm. they're already gonna be coming at her. You know again, right. just like with Kamala Harris. She she kept New York State is a Democratic state, but it's really conservative. So the racist stuff that's coming at her is unbelievable, you know. And mm. we do have a lot of people don't know this about the, the Northeast, but there are a lot of neo-Nazi, um, you know, kind of white supremacist stuff in New York State and in the Northeast. Mm. Like generally, yes, a ton. We have militia groups Ooh. like everybody else. Because you yeah, have to remember, okay. New York State is huge. Just Adirondack Park itself, the Adirondacks yeah. for us, you can fit the next five national parks inside of Adirondacks. And I'm talking Yosemite, the mm. Grand Canyon. You could put the next five big yeah. ones inside of Adirondack Park in New York State, yes. That's how mm. big New York State is. People usually think about New York City, but we've, mm-hmm. over the last, I think, um, five to ten years have the most Amish settlement. So people think that really? the Amish in Pennsylvania, you can live off the grid in New York State and nobody will ever see your butt. Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of territory that is just protected area. But we also have in our area one-third of the world's drinking water for a reason. The, the, the Adirondack Park is not contaminated. You know, so this during the ice age, New York State was covered. So our groundwater, you know, um, natural spring water is filtered through about 10,000 um, 10, feet of rock. And so Ooh. have a lot of underground um, fresh water springs. You can just put your hand out there and drink water in New York State because our springs um, are filtered water. Yeah, so if you drink Crystal Geyser, I know they have a lot of plants, but Crystal Geyser is one that's here. The alkalinity in Crystal Geyser is pretty high because we have a lot of natural Mm -hmm. Even Even some municipalities like, um, you know, local local water that just comes out of ground Mm -hmm. is alkaline water that comes through their faucets. It is not acid. It is not contaminated. Yep. So, yeah, New York State, people, again, people think of New York City, but New York City is, like, really close to Jersey and Philadelphia. It's our southern tip of the state is where New York City is. That's why every time they talk about up and stuff, you have to think going towards Canada 
New York State is. Um, the Great Lakes are freshwater lakes. So this is one-third of the world's, world's drinking water. So while everybody else has droughts, um, you'll find that New York State has a lot of water. All right, sorry. Sorry about the lesson on New York State. I'm not convinced anybody to move, <laughs> by the way. It's just a fact of where the water is. Take vacation and drink water in New York State. Um, and, and New York State's a, um, a dairy state, too. Most people don't know. Our GDP is, our New York State there is is dairy farms. We grate apples, New York Ooh. apples. Um, yes, yogurt, chobani, and all that stuff. That stuff comes from New York State. We're a dairy state. It's just our financial systems are New York City, but the state GDP is from um, farming and dairy, a lot of food. Okay, we won't go through the whole Mormon stuff. But anyway, um, <laughs> publisher, I know, right? I, I should be this, – this program needs to be sponsored by I Love New York, which is our tourism bureau. <laughs> they have millions of dollars there. So we'll, we'll call them and tell them to sponsor this segment next time. <laughs> like, y'all need to sponsor this. We did a whole tourism uh, um, timeout for New York State. All right, so WikiLeaks publisher, uh, who's 50, uh, Julian Assange, has been held um, on remand in, um, in a prison in, I think he's in, um, I don't know where Belmarsh Prison is. Oh, it's in London, right? Uh, he's still fighting extradition to, to America. Um, they said that he has neuro, neurological damage and a drooping right eyelid. They're saying that he had a stroke. I think they're supposed to want us to feel sorry to not extradite him, but we have really good medical facilities here. So the WikiLeaks founder <laughs> is trying to get off of his extradition. They're saying that he had a stroke, but not sure that that's true, but that they're trying to sell it in the papers. Mm. Now, a white U.S. Uh, U.S. UBS banker um, is fired after her and her son um, confronted this black uh, Tennessee parking garage attendant who was checking car permits in their building and they had them on tape on YouTube they videoed them um, Edward Brennan who's 27 um, was served an arrest warrant last week after he took a swing at this guy Johnny Martinez who's black um, who was checking card permits in this garage. So they, it's a secured building. So his mother, Bitsy Brennan, uh, that I should have played black or white. Who is Bitsy? But it's his mother. <laughs> said, she goes up to him and she says, um, or, or the guy was saying, how do you think I got here? Like, did I follow you here? Because they were saying, you, you need to tell us and show us ID of why you're in the building. Right? Mm. And so white folks will not ever get enough of trying to check black folks like they need to have, like, a permit. And they said, get the F out my building is what the, her son said to the black dude, later claiming that he didn't attack or touch him when there's footage of him shoving him. So after that assault, Bitsy uh, pulls out her phone, out her purse, and called 911. They attacked the black dude and then called 911 on him. So mm. the bank fired her, which did she should. But just in case you thought those stories stopped, they didn't. But yeah, we're still going. We're still going mm. through that. Mm. All right. Now there's a um. Now 
this sounds like another little disgusting story, so I'll just be easy about this one. <laughs> All right. So the world's largest lab-grown steak weighed uh, nearly four ounces and was a 3D printed from a real bovine cell, which matured into fat and muscles. And it was revealed, unveiled by this Israeli firm, right? Um, they are saying that this meat weighs 3.67 ounces and made from real real fat and muscle cells um, out of tissues from a living cow. Now, that's a disgusting mm. story because they're 3D printing meat now. And they're really starting to scare me. Wow. Because there can't be really? no nutrients in this. Your no. body is your body's made up of 102 minerals. Like, seriously, if you stop drinking spring water and or, or do not drink things like spring water, you're getting no nutrients in your food these days. And they're wondering why really? everybody is dying off from all of these ailments. There's no nutrition in our food. But beware mm. when somebody says we can make um, steak from, um, from, from um, I don't know what it's called. What is it like uh, from somebody else's cells and we just grew yeah. it in the lab? I have to kind of stay away from that. Mm. That's, how, that's what they always told me about uh, tilapia, man. They said it was like it was made from shells. I'm like, really? Uh, and, yeah, uh, and I, I, used, I used to papia until I found that out too. Mm-hmm. It, it is, uh, it, it it is like me mm-hmm. um, knowing that about Ice Cube and forget my Ice Cube lyrics. Like once I know something, <laughs> up, it's hard to it's yeah. hard to and it's I, hard to hold it. And in I like Tilapia too, man. I just like when I found I that out, I was like, nah, nah, uh, you can't it can't be healthy. You can't it cannot be healthy. No, thank you. Try to put on tilapia. It ain't going to help it. Nope. Nope. Now, um, there's a gum laced with a plant protein that is found to reduce COVID-19 transmissions by 95%. Really? It traps and neutralizes the virus in the person's saliva. So Penn State University scientists have come out with the cinnamon-flavored gum with... Um, it was infused with this plant-grown protein known as the ACE2, which traps that SARS-CoV-2 virus in a person's saliva and then neutralizes it and stops transmission. Mm. Now, isn't that Like, again, as people get more innovative, um, COVID is going to be a common cold. But if you can chew gum, because COVID stays in your throat for about three days in your nose, and so that's why people breathing and talking and sneezing spread COVID. But if they come out with a, if they're coming out with a gum that can reduce your transmission, when you have COVID, they'll just give you a stick of gum and go, go sit in the room and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, take this pill and <laughs> some gum. Get you out of there. Yeah. And now, a uh, 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 mom who stole, uh, uh, okay, so a woman, 48, pled guilty to her estranged daughter uh, because... She took the daughter's ID and secured loans to get a driver's license, enrolled in a university, and dated guys <laughs> who believed that she was 22. Now, Laura Oglesby, who's 48, pled guilty to adopting the identity of her daughter and applied for a Social Security card. So she's getting now she's getting put in jail because of Social Security fraud. 
she faces up to five years. Now, she embezzled money. She got loans and stuff. But the problem was she was living with a family. Now, this happened in Jonesboro, Arkansas. <laughs> she was living with a family who thought she was 22. She's 48. What? She must look yeah, real good, man. It was dating 22-year-olds. She now, must look real good. She must. Mm. But imagine if this was a guy uh, that people would be irate that he was preying on young women. But older women, mm-hmm. I think they Maybe even get a second look. It's like, well, well, well. Oh, really, in quick news, since I'm doing medical stuff, you know, taking Viagra can cut your risk from developing Alzheimer's by 69%. According to a new study, oh, well. yeah, from okay. the Cleveland Clinic. So, if you can get some Viagra, you know it will cut your risk for Alzheimer's. Thank you very much. That's our public service announcement today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm just saying. Well, well, well I, I, when I was going to Brazil, I, I, I helped myself, so I should never. As much as I went to Brazil and used it, I should never have Alzheimer's. Never in this right. life. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to cut my risk of Alzheimer's. It says <laughs> you're a third less likely to develop Alzheimer's than those who are not taking the medication. Mm. Um, so it's, uh, I guess it's those who are taking, I guess it's sliding pills is what it's called. Um, but mm-hmm. brand name is Viagra. So wow. do what you will with that. Hmm. <laughs> like just, All right. Just take that I will definitely. It. I won't yeah, have no Alzheimer's when I get older. <laughs> Look, that is sponsored by our health segment. Jay's going to be proud of us. <laughs> We're going to do a health moment for the serious eye. So just, just keep that in mind. And um, so, oh, you know what? Since we only have a minute left, I'm going to save our next story um, for, for next week. But anyway, um, just get some Viagra. It'll help in the long term. <laughs> That's a, my, my sentiment is exactly, my brother. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys right, again next week. And uh, I forgot what right, time. I'll see time? you next week. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's 9 o'clock right. our time, 10 o'clock yours. There you nine go. 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock uh, Central. 10 o'clock. 9 o'clock. No, no 9 o'clock. Yep, there you go. Okay. All righty. I know I got it wrong, so. All right, later. (laughs) Later.